Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Friday, November 20th, 2020, and welcome to episode number 914 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is, of course, the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, as always, will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, which, which of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice. Of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo will be, of course, our good friends at 411mania.com. Uh, we have not yet heard from the human suplex machine, John Gross. So uh, in the event he does not pop on here soon, we will be, I will be taking care of of your wrestling history and birthdays here as well. However, we hope that we do expect more folks to pop on in here tonight as we get set, of course, <clears throat> to bring in, like I said, the best wrestling talk ever. But if you care to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, 
please feel free to give us a call. Of course, the phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, 138-055-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, which will, of course, include, and in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays here tonight, we will, of course, will be bringing you, up, of course, updates on the uh, results of, of tonight's edition of SmackDown, of course, leading up towards the Sunday Survivor Series. We will also, of course, bring you more Survivor Series predictions in here as well. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be, of course, announcing the brand new NXT US Halloween Havoc champion. And also, we'll be announcing the new number one contender for the NXT US Halloween Havoc title. Plus, also, we'll, we'll let you know of the results of the WCWUS Money Inc. Championship rematch between the current champion, the loose cannon, Shaquille Cole Cephas, and the challenger, of course, the former champion, <coughs> the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel. We are also hoping to hear from Danny from Oak Park here tonight, as well as the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. We have not heard yet, yet if they're going to be able to make it, but hopefully, like I said, we'll get a chance to hopefully hear from at least one or both of them here tonight here as well. As we, of course, await, of course, more folks coming in to express their thoughts and opinions about everything going on here in the world of wrestling. Let's go ahead and not waste any time, ladies and gentlemen. It is, of course, we, we start off at 9.04 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, of course, like we said, Friday, November 20th, 2020. As we get going with our wrestling news and views here segment, of course, courtesy of our friends, once again, at 411mania.com. And we do thank our friends at 411mania for allowing us here. In the, in the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com <clears throat> for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows, of course, including Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, <clears throat> as well as, of course, uh, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, as well as WCWS This Morning, among others. Excuse me for just one second here, folks. Sorry about that here, folks. Now we're back here. But, uh, of course, let's go ahead and get right here to it. As, of course, we give you a little update on a story we gave you out here last night on Wolfpack. Uh, Jeremy Thomas has our, has this story here with some WWE news right here. As the Undertaker cameos that we talked about last night are almost sold out. And also previews for Undertaker appearing on Stone Cold's Broken Skull Sessions. Some people may have scoffed at the price of Undertaker's cameo appearances, but they're rarely nearly sold out at this point. As previously reported, the dead man joined cameo through WWE for a limited time with 30 personalized video slots available at $1,000 each. As of this writing, which was 8.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so it was about 20 minutes ago, 28 of those videos have been sold, leaving him just two personalized video messages available. If you want to pay a grand for one of those slots, you can go. To, there's a link on this page if you want to go and do that. Also, WWE has posted two new previews for Undertaker's second appearance on Steve Austin's Broken Skull Sessions that premieres on Sunday. The show will air on the live feed immediately after Survivor Series. And, of course, you can see the previews, of course, on this page right here if you want to check that out there indeed. Of course, there is one preview, of course, obviously, with Undertaker talking to Stone Cold about him, about him and uh, 
uh, the Godfather almost coming to blows uh, on one occasion. So that be that's 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 definitely something to look out for here, of course. Indeed, we of course have another story that just not just came in over the wire. Let's go ahead and bring it here to you. Some various news here, courtesy of Jeremy Thomas. As Stephanie McMahon pays tribute to the Undertaker's career, also the pro wrestling Noah show is streaming on Fight TV. Stephanie McMahon paid tribute to the Undertaker on Friday, congratulating him on his 30-year career. McMahon shared a few pics from her time in front of and behind the camera over the last three decades with Undertaker and captioned it right here. She said on Twitter, It's been an absolute honor and a privilege getting to share time and memories with at Undertaker in and out of the ring over the last 30 years. Congratulations on an incredible career. <clears throat> hashtag Undertaker30. Hashtag FBF. And she posted that today on Twitter, as we said. Pro Wrestling Noah's 20th anniversary show is set to take place on November uh, today and will air on Fight TV. Of course, you can order the event. There's a link on this page if you want to check that out. The card is as follows. The GHC heavyweight title match between Go Shiozaki and Kashuhiko Nakajima. The GHC tag team title match, Takashi Suguria and Kazushi Sakuraba. Versus Naomichi Marafuji and Masakatsu Funaki. The GHC National Championship be between Keno and Kaito Kiyomaya. Maya, sorry. The GHC Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Title Match: Dazuki Harada and Atushi Kotogi versus Yoshinari Ogawa and Hayata. Also, Keiji Muda versus Shuei Tanaguchi. Kazuyuki Fujita, Ken, Kendo Kashin, and Nasawa Ron, Rangi, Rangai versus Masa Kitayama, Manubu Soya, and Neo. Also, Kotaro Suzuki and X versus Hayo and Tadasuki, and Muhammad Yon, Hajime Ohara, Yohei, and Seki Yoshioka versus Yoshiika Inamura. Junta, Junta Mayawaki, Kenya Okada, and Yazuyaka Yanu. Ladies and gentlemen, that is, of course, uh, why well, I don't want to, of course, I'm not trying to make fun or poke fun, of course, at the uh, Japanese language. That was, of course, definitely a mouthful to mention, of course, indeed. Jeremy Thomas has this story right here with some more WWE news. As Kevin Owen hypes his appearance on next week's edition of NXT, also Special Olympics pays tribute to The Undertaker, and the WWE stock is down. Hmm. Kevin Owens is looking forward to his commentary gig on next week's NXT and took to social media to promote it. As reported on Wednesday evening, Owens is stepping in on a one-night basis to take over for Wade Barrett on, at the commentary table. Owens teased an outspoken mindset for the show and promised Barrett he'd keep Vic Joseph in line. Uh, uh, Kevin Owens said this on Twitter. He says, yesterday he says, I'm going to say so many things. <clears throat> and then, of course, he says, uh, also yesterday, for you, anything. So I assume he was talking to, of course, Wade Barrett about that. Also, of course, WWE stock closed at $40.97 on Friday, down $0.98, cents, which is 2.34% from the previous closing price. The market as a whole was down 
0.75% on the day. And also the WWE community Twitter account posted a video of a Special Olympics athletes paying tribute to The Undertaker ahead of his final farewell at Survivor Series. And this is what was posted on the WWE community page. In honor of at Undertaker's 30th anniversary, at Special Olympics athletes, athletes shared their congratulations and, and best phenom impersonations. Hashtag thank you Taker. Hashtag Undertaker 30. So all the, all the, of course, everything is, is of course, uh, this is the Undertaker's time right here, folks. So definitely truly a magnificent athlete without a shadow of a doubt, indeed. Uh, Jeremy Thomas has this story on some details uh, as to what happened after the tapings of Wednesday night's AEW Dynamite. A new report has details on what went down after the AEW Dynamite tapings. Bodyslam.net reports that after the Dynamite went off the air, Taz came out from the entrance tunnel and thanks to fans, telling them to come back for the next tape and to watch his team beat the, you say the word crap, but that's what I'm saying, crap, out of people. Tony Khan came out to the stage and looked at Taz in disbelief, according to report to the reports. Dynamite ended with Will Hobbs coming out and joining Team Taz as he turned heel, hitting Cody with the FTW title belt. Of course, you can see uh, Four Lemon Mania's Tony Astero's full review of the episode, of course, right here on as a link on on this page if you want to, of course, uh, check that out. Okay, now our next story here, folks, Jeremy Thomas has this as some matches and a segment announced for this week's edition of 205 Live. WWE has announced two matches in the segment for this week's episode of 205 Live. They have announced the following for the show, which airs tonight after SmackDown on the, on the network. The matches, the, the matches in the segment are as follows. The Bollywood Boys take on Everrise. Tony Nese takes on Ashanti the Adonis. And Kurt Stallion delivers a message to Santos Escobar. Of course, he's the current uh, Cruiserweight champion. The official announcement is as follows. Ashanti the Adonis faces Tony Nese and Everrise clashed with the Bollywood Boys tonight on 205 Live. Tune in to 205 Live tonight to see new blood clash from one of the brand's founding fathers, plus a pivotal tag team bout and a war from Kurt Stallion for the first time since his breakthrough win. Ashanti the Adonis will score off with Tony Nese a week after both competed in a fatal five-way match for a future NXT Cruiserweight title opportunity. Though both men came up short, Adonis continued to turn heads while Nice fell victim to Stallion's victory-clinching reverse Spanish fly from the top rope. The premier athlete will look to bounce back by turning aside the young upstart, and Nice's confidant, Aria Davari, will join Vic Joseph and Nigel McGuinness on commentary. Can Adonis score a major win against a former NXT Cruiserweight champion, or will Nice's experienced edge and the specter of Davari at ringside be too much to overcome? Of course, Ashanti the Adonis faces Tony Nese and Ever Rise clash with the volleyball boys tonight on 205 Live. Nice and Davari's plot for Ever Rise and the Bollywood boys to help one of them emerge victorious from last week's five way proved unsuccessful, along with the Nice and Davari's promise to grant them future title opportunities. Instead, the two teams will return their focus to tag team competition as Chase Parker and Matt Martell battle Sunil and Samir Singh. Ashanti. <clears throat> The Adonis, like we said, faces and 
faces Tony Nese and Ever Rise clash with the Bollywood Boys. Of course, that'll be set on to a five live. Additionally, Stallion will be in the house, fresh off his grueling victory. What will the promising newcomer have to say after securing a future chance to become NXT Cruiserweight Champion? Of course, it all goes down with the most exciting hour on television tonight at 10 9 Central, streaming on the award winning WWE Network. Interesting plug there, folks. Very interesting. Okie doke. Our next story here from Jeremy Thomas as the two shows, Miss, Miz and Mrs. And Total Bellas slip in ratings from their season premieres. Hmm. Both Miz and Mrs. and Total Bellas suffered a ratings drop in the second episode of their new season this week. Miz and Mrs. scored a 0.13 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic and 412,000 viewers on Thursday night on USA Network, while Total Bellas on E garnered a 0.12 demo rating and 257,000 viewers. Ms. and Mrs. numbers were down 24% and 9% respectively from last week's 0.17 and 455,000 viewers, while Total Bella slipped 37% and 38% and from last week's 0.19 and 416,000 viewers. The shows ranked number 58 and number 62 for the night among cable originals per show Buzz Daily. The night was one for cable shows by the Thursday Night Football Game on NFL Network, with a 0.79 demo rating and 2.444 million viewers. We figured out the football, football, of course, has been getting it every time, folks. So there you go. Let's see here. Uh, let's see. Uh, sorry, sorry about that, folks. Let's go ahead and... Uh, Jeremy Thomas has this story right here. Apparently, we have two more executives gone from the WWE. Two more top executives executives have exited WWE, one of which has been confirmed in a corporate disclosure. PW Insider reports that Brian Nurse, who was brought on as Senior Vice President, General Counsel, and Secretary in September 2018, is now gone from the company. Nurse reported directly to Vince McMahon and was described as a key member of WWE's senior leadership team in his initial hiring announcement. He was responsible for overseeing the, overseeing the company's legal affairs and served as a principal legal advisor to McMahon, the company presidents, and the executive management team, while also acting as corporate secretary to the board of directors. In addition, a corporate disclosure per PW Insider noted that controller and principal accounting officer Mark Kowal has exited the company with Karen Mullane being installed into the position. News comes out there was reported earlier today that John Brody, the executive vice president, global head and sales of partnerships for WWE, was let go earlier this week. That report suggested that additional departures may have occurred, which is obviously the case. There may be additional executives who were released as well. The corporate disclosure announcing Kowal's exit and Mullane's appointment reads as follows. Departure of directors and or certain officers Election of directors, appointment of certain officers, compensatory, compensatory arrangements of certain officers. On November 19, 2020, World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated appointed Karen Mullane as its controller and principal accounting officer. The appointment coincides with the departure of Mark Kowal after 19 years of dedicated service to the company. Since April 2020, Ms. Mullane, age 56, has served as the chief financial officer of Create Me Technologies a privately held company bringing technology and hardware innovations to the apparel industry. 
Prior to that, from January 2019 until April 2020, she served as vice president and corporate controller of SeatGeek, Inc., a ticket platform enabling users to buy and sell tickets for live sports, concerts, and theater events. From July 2018 until January 2019, Ms. Mullane was the vice president and corporate controller, chief accounting officer for SoulCycle, a privately held, privately held New York City-based fitness company. From January 2014 to November 2017, she also served as vice president and corporate controller of Etsy Incorporated. Ms. Mullane ex- executed an offer letter with the company, pursuant to which she agreed to serve as the controller of the company effective November 19, 2020. The offer letter provides that Ms. Mullane will receive the annual base salary of $415,000 payable biweekly. In addition, Ms. Mullane will be eligible to earn annual cash incentives awards under the company's management incentive plan. Ms. Mullane's annual target incentive award, award will be 35% of her base salary. Further information about the company's management incentive plan is included as in the company's proxy statement for 2020 for the 2020 annual meeting of stockholders filed with the Securities and Exchange Commission on March 6, 2020. Ms. Mullane also received, will also receive a sign-on bonus in the amount of $61,500, subject to repayment if Ms. Mullane voluntarily terminates her employment with the company. Ms. Mullane also conditionally received certain relocation expenses and temporary housing. In connection with the appointment, Ms. Mullane will be granted restricted stock units of the company's Class A common stock valued at $166,000. These restricted stock units will be subject to and governed by the terms of the company's omnibus incentive plan and will vest in three equal annual installments. Ms. Mullane will also be eligible to participate in future equity award programs that are offered to other executives of the company. Finally, Ms. Mullane will be eligible to participate in the company's compensation and benefits plans and programs available to similarly, similarly situated executives. The foregoing description of the offer letter is qualified in its entirety by reference to the complete text of the offer letter, a copy of which was attached as Exhibit 10.1 to this current report on Form 8K and incorporated herein by reference. Ms. Mullane has no family relationships with any director or executive officer of the company and therefore no arrangement or understandings with any person pursuant to which she was selected as an officer of the company. In addition, there have been no transactions directly or indirectly involving Ms. Mullane that would, required, would be required to be disclosed pursuant to Item 404A of Regulation SK under the Securities Exchange Act of 1934. So there you have it right there, folks. Uh, right, that'll be once again as clean house, but this time they look like they're doing it in their, in their corporate office there a little bit. Speaking of corporate office, speaking of corporate, Jeremy Thomas posted this story here as apparently WWE settles a lawsuit over the Saudi Arabia deal for $39 million. <coughs> WWE has settled a lawsuit filed over the relationship with Saudi Arabia to the tune of $39 million. WWE made a corporate disclosure on Friday per PW Insider noting that the company settled the lawsuit filed by the city of Warren Police and Fire Retirement System which alleged that the company made false and misleading statements regarding the relationship with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. According to the disclosure, the settlement is a, is a full release of all the defendants, WWE, Vince McMahon, and former WWE co-presidents George Berrios and Michelle Wilson, and will not contain any admission of liability or acknowledgement of validity regarding the allegations made. The settlement will see the plaintiffs receive a settlement payment of $39 million, which includes all attorney's fees and expenses as well as settlement costs subject to court approval. 
WWE expects the statement to be paid by their insurance carriers. And, of course, if you want to read the full disclosure, I won't go into full details about that, but if you want to read the full disclosure, it's also on this page there as well. Uh, shifting gears a little bit here, if we go here to AAA, as AAA reportedly sets dates for Triple Mania 28, I believe, yes. Triple Mania 28 has an official date taking place just after Christmas, according to a new report. Lucha Central con contributor and 411's Russell Talks Mania co-host Eric Mutter reports that Lucha Libre AAA Worldwide will hold the show on December 26th. The show will be closed doors without fans in attendance, according to the, to the report. <laughs> the company held a press conference on October 26th announcing the show, but did not announce the date at that time. The show will see Kenny Omega defend the AAA Mega title against Laredo Kid. Chessman will face Pagano in a hair versus hair match. And the new Marvel-inspired wrestlers battle in a tag match with Arachno, who looks like Spider-Man. And... Lanita Americana, who's supposed to look like Captain America, take on Terror Papura, who looks like Thanos, and Veronade, who is supposed to look like Venom. Uh, Mutter also reports that Taya Valkyrie will defend the AAA Reina de Reina's championship against Lady Shani, a match that has not yet officially been has not yet been officially announced by the promotion. So we have several, just three more to bring in there, folks. So this is bringing this right here. Uh, yes. Okay. Some various news here from Joseph Lee. And we have an injury update on uh, uh, Minoru Suzuki, as well as some highlights from Total Bellas and Ms. and Mrs., and also a WWE stock update. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter notes that while Minoru Suzuki was not silly in his match with Shingo Takagi, a New Japan Pro Wrestling power struggle, and isn't a part of the current tour, <clears throat> he likely didn't suffer a concussion. Suzuki had an independent match with Tenru on November 15th, which was seen to support this. Uh, of course, we did mention about the stock closing, but we did we can tell you that WWE stock opened at $42.07 per share this morning. And also, there are some highlights on here. We do talk about the ratings for Ms. and Mrs. and Tolo Bellas. There are some highlights, of course, from uh, from from, of course, uh, uh, from from their uh, from, of course, their respective shows. If you want to, of course, uh, check that out here, of course, here a little bit later. Joseph Lee has this story as apparently Rhea Ripley may be moving to the main roster very soon. On this past week's episode of NXT, Io Shirai defeated Rhea Ripley to retain her NXT Women's title, getting a clean pin in the middle of the ring. On the most recent episode of Wrestling Observer Radio, it was speculated that Ripley may be moving to the main roster soon. Dave Meltzer said that he had heard talk of Ripley moving to the main roster. He added that with the two embracing after the match with a hug, it seemed to imply they were finishing up their story. Ripley previously made appearances on the main roster at Survivor Series last year, and also WrestleMania this year. Which, of course, obviously, if you remember, the match at WrestleMania was the one, I think, against Charlotte Flair for the NXT Women's title. I believe it was what it was. So, but, yeah. 
but hey, we that we need we need it we need a we need of course a great uh, competitor like Rhea Ripley, of course, on the main roster in my opinion. But we'll have to wait and see what happens. Also, Jeremy Thomas has our last story of the night, as we have some details on this week's AEW Dynamite and NXT quarter hour ratings. Uh, I won't. I won't. Of course, I won't. I won't. Of course, uh, um, <clears throat> make any. Uh, won't go through everything here. Go through all the specifics here, but I will mention on this page that we have more details are out this week for this week's AEW Dynamite and NXT ratings, namely the quarter hour numbers. Russell Nomics Brandon Thurston posted the quarter hour, hour numbers. And the quarter hour demo numbers are, of course, right here on this page for both shows. If you want to, of course, check those out. As Thurston notes, this makes the first time Dynamite has doubled NXT for every quarter in terms of the demo rating since October of last year. NXT was helped out quite a bit in its final rating with the overrun, which drew the highest number for the show by far. Brandon Thurston posted this on his Twitter account saying, quarter hour viewership for last night's AEW Dynamite and for Wednesday night's AEW Dynamite and, 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 and WWE NXT. AEW opened up uh, opened at nearly 1 million viewers. Main event, which was quarter eight, though, was the lowest quarter. In demo, AEW doubled NXT in every quarter. First time that's happened since October 2019. AEW was ahead in uh, P2 plus throughout right there. If you, of course, like to want to go and read those numbers, of course, you can definitely check it out right there on this page from our friends at 411 Mania. So, folks, there you have it right there with our, of course, um, wrestling uh, wrestling news and views here tonight. As once again, we do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here <coughs> to read their stories here once again. Of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice. Of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared Geralmo. Of course, they bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, Super Blue and Duct Tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. Nor, uh, nor of course, uh, <clears throat> would we even try to do so. We have not tried to do so for the past five years. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine, John Gross, not uh, not uh, has arrived yet. So, ladies and gentlemen, I will be, of course, bringing you your uh, wrestling history and, and birthdays here uh, for this evening. So, give us just one moment here while uh, uh, let's, let, us, let us go ahead and, and we'll see what we can find here in our wrestling history and birthdays here for today. Uh, so you miss just one second here while we pull this up. But coming up, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, have results. Hopefully, we'll have some results from tonight's edition of SmackDown and get everybody's thoughts and opinions here. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be, of course, as I said, announcing the, the winners of the, uh, of the, of the, announcing the brand new NXT US Halloween Havoc Champion and the brand new, of course, uh, 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 number one, number one contender for the Halloween Havoc title. Plus, also we plan to announce, of course, the winner of the rematch for the WCWS Money Inc. Championship between the Loose Cannon Shaquille Cole Cephas and the King of Clubs Mitt Patel. Now, let's go ahead and let's check out today's wrestling history and birthdays here for today. Uh, 
We start off on this day in 1990. NWA Clash of the Champions uh, 13 Thanksgiving Thunder took place in Jacksonville, Florida. Rick and Scott Steiner retained the NWA United States Tag Team titles in less than two minutes against a team of Magnum Force uh, 1 and Magnum Force 2. In the main event, Ric Flair pins Butch Reed after various interference from Theodore Long. Ron Simmons helping Butch Reed and Arn Anderson, of course, on the side of Ric Flair. On the state in 1993, WCW Battle Ball was held in Pensacola, Florida. A lottery tape type concept paired up wrestlers at random for various tag team matches with the winning team from each, from each advancing to an over-the-top battle royal. And the winner of the battle royal will be declared the winner of Battle Bowl. Of course, here were here the pairings right here, folks. Vader and Cactus Jack defeated Charlie Norris and, and Kane. Of course, Kane would, would later on be, be known as Stevie Ray. Brian Nobbs and Johnny B. Bad defeated Eric Watts and Paul Roma. The Shockmaster and Paul Orndorff defeated Ricky Steamboat and Lord Stephen Regal. King Kong and Dustin Rose defeated The Equalizer and Austin Kong. Sting and Jerry Sags defeated Ron Simmons and Keith Cole. Rick Flair and Steve Austin defeated Two Cold Scorpio and Max Payne. Rick Rude and Shanghai Pierce defeated Tex Salinger and Marcus Bagwell. Road Warrior Hawk and Rick and Rip Rogers defeated Davy Boy Smith and Cole. And Vader last eliminated Sting to win the Battle Bowl Battle Royal. On State 1994 in Tokyo, Japan, Bull Nakano defeated the Lundra Blaze to win the WWF Women's Title. On his date in the year 2000, an action-packed Monday Night Raw was held in Orlando, Florida. On the card, The Rock and Chris Jericho team up and beat the parent of Rikishi and Kane. The Undertaker beats Edge and Christian in a two-on-one handicap match in less than three minutes. And the main event, Stone Cold Steve Austin hits the stunner and gets the win over Chris Benoit. On his day in 2002, at an NWA TNA Weekly pay-per-view taping, Jeff Jarrett defeated Ron Killings to win his first NWA World Heavyweight title. On his day in 2010, in the main event of Jersey All-Pro Wrestling's November to Remember, uh, Brody Lee wins a four-way, no disqualification and no count-out match against Azriel, Dan Mapp, and Nick Gage to become the new JAPW Heavyweight Champion. 2011, Survivor Series is held at Madison Square Garden. The main event saw John Cena and The Rock team up against and beat Awesome Truth, who was, of course, known as The Miz and R-Truth. Prior to this match, however, CM Punk submitted Alberto Del Rio to win the WWE title and would hold the title for 434 days. This was The Rock's first WWE match since WrestleMania 20 in 2004. On a day in 2016, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, WWE presents Survivor Series. The main event was Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. The match started with Lesnar picking up Goldberg and forcing him into the corner before Goldberg shoved him backwards onto the mat. When Lex Lesnar got up, Goldberg hit him with a spear. <clears throat> Lesnar got to his feet, and Goldberg hit another spear, followed by the jackhammer and got the pin. The match time was 86 seconds. This was Goldberg's first WWE match, also since WrestleMania 20 in 2004. I'll say in 2017, Monday Night Raw in Houston, Roman Reigns won his first Intercontinental title by defeating The Miz. And it seems, ladies and gentlemen, we have, let me see here. Okay, let me double check here and see if we have, uh, let us let us see if we have, of course, uh, 
let's let's see if we have, of course, any uh, wrestling birthdays here, of course, here for today. Um, hopefully, here we'll have some more history coming up here from uh, uh, coming up here soon, possibly from the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Hopefully, he'll be on here with us here very very soon. And of course, like I said, we're we're, we're, we're continuing to watch to make to see if anybody else popped on. We think so, but I have not double checked that yet, ladies and gentlemen. But I will double check that here in just a few moments. So let me see here uh, on November the twentieth. Let me see. We have one birthday, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about. And I do believe this was a referee in TNA. I think he might be in AEW now. I'm not sure. Uh, Rudy Charles. Uh, today, uh, let's see, turns, uh, he, Rudy Charles turns 43 year, years old today. I think Rudy Charles was a referee. I think at one time he may have been in TNA, but it might have been a long time ago. I think he is still refereeing, referee, and I think he might be still in, uh, um, I think he might be in AEW now, but I'm not 100% sure. But we'll double check that here and let you know here as soon as we possibly uh, as soon as we as soon as we possibly can. So there you have it, there, ladies and gentlemen, with your wrestling history and birthdays here, of course, here for for today. And also, we do think once again thank 411 Mania for providing us with today's wrestling uh, news and views here for tonight. It is now 9:36 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen. This is Friday. November 20th, 2020, episode 914 of WCWS Revolution 1605-562-0444, caller ID uh, 138055-pound. Mr. WCWS, Chad Henshaw here, of course. We're, and I do believe we do have several folks now getting ready to pop it right here on the line. Uh, let's go ahead and this, this, let's go ahead and bring him in here uh, right now here. Uh, first off, uh, first off, of course, uh, he is, of course, a a three man, a three man, a three time, excuse me, uh, WWS Hall of Famer. He's also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com, and he is also, of course, part of the broadcast team for WWS Sports Machine every Friday, of course, right here on TalkShoe.com, as well as a multiple title holder in the Trivia Championship Series. And of course, my and of course, like I said, our next uh, next guest here, of course, is he is a member of John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. He is also a also a multiple a multiple title holder in our trivia championship series. He is also, of course, a general manager of WCWS Fan Empire, <clears throat> and also and also, of course, part of the broadcast team for Sports Machine, of course, every Friday afternoon. Right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Of course, ladies and, and also, uh, also of course, as well, another gentleman who is, of course, a, a fellow broadcast partner of JD's on Raw Radio every Monday afternoon. Right here on TalkShoe, as well as, of course, a a two-time, of course, uh, WCWS uh, Hall of Famer. <clears throat> and also, of course, like I said, a multiple title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. Ladies and gentlemen, let us, of course, now welcome into episode number 914 of WCW US Revolution, the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo, the, of course, Justin Lewis Fleming, 
And also, thank you. Thank you for uh, 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 I must ask whoever has this phone on, I need to kind of. So whoever, whoever has that, can they turn that down? Because, I mean, that's kind of in the. Uh, okay. yeah, we do have the okay, story about Dan Legler. We can tell you he is a referee. He was injured after being hit in March of 2016 with a production crate by Triple H in a backstage ball between him and a returning Roman Reigns. He required 13 stitches and three sutures to close the wound. He has been married since 2008, born in Evansville, Indiana. Today, as we said, he turns 43. He made his pro debut in July of 1996 at the age of 19. Also, we have some other news to report. Louisville is being Syracuse in the fourth quarter, 27-0. Minnesota's up on Purdue, 21-17. New Mexico and Air Force are about to jump and get ready to start it here in Colorado Springs. And it is 7-0 right now, however, in favor of, uh, like I said, Obviously, of course, Florida right now, it's, uh, the U.S. men in Florida Atlantic, it is halftime right now. Florida Atlantic is up by a touchdown in that. But we are on the main event right now. Jay Uso versus uh, the returning of Daniel Bryan. Also, we do have some other news to report, of course. We understand, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that last night's total Bella season thing, however, garnered 257,000 viewers, while Miz and Mrs. did 412,000 viewers for the night hour as they slipped uh, total bells in 37% and 38% from last week. Our Miz and Miz numbers were down 24% from last week's rating, 455,000 viewers, while total bells were 37% and 38% from last week's 416,000 viewers. So a rough night there. Also, we understand, of course, um, these first Italian has planned to deliver a message to Santos Escobar, the uh, Cruiserweight Champion of NXT. The Bollywood Boys will take on Everrise. And Tony Abs and K. Tony Nies will take on Ashante the Adonis, however, if you will, tonight on 205 Live. Also, a new report has details on what went down after Wednesday night hour on Dynamite. Bodyslam.net reports that after Dynamite went off the air, Taz came out from the entrance to thank the fans, tell them to come back for the next tape to watch the team beat the blank out of people. Tony Khan came out to the stage and looked at Taz in disbelief, according to the report. And I actually just read that story, too. Uh, and why Taz isn't fined or suspended is beyond me. I mean, it's ridiculous. I think it's bullshit. I really do. I really, really do. And, of course, next Wednesday, we know Kevin Owens, of course, will be appearing on NXT, of course, as he will be there with Vic Joseph, of course, and I believe uh, filling in for Bad News Barrett. Uh, as far as SmackDown goes, I can tell you I'm going to have a lot to say about uh, SmackDown. We found out tonight the final two members of the team of both men and women. And let me just say, and, if, and I know Justin's here to hear this too, all I can say is Bruce, Vince, Bucktooth Beaver, boy Kevin Dunn, you little douchebag, dickhead, human disaster, uh, total... Uh, uh, Tamina should have won. Yeah, I mean, do we really need to see Otis Otis as the fifth team member? Do we need to see Natty as the fifth team member? There was talk Rhea Ripley was going to be there. There was talk, however, possibly uh, Carmella, the Corey Graves' blonde little backstabbing little bitch-ass stripper uh, bimbo. 
join in. But no, tonight she decided to attack the boss, Sasha Banks, however, because once again, the Charlotte Flair Big Boob 2.0 Charlotte Flair clone, however, once again, shows how much of a conniving, and I don't like to use this word all the time, and I rarely use this word, but I'm going to say it here, and I apologize to anyone if I offend anyone with this remark in saying the word, but I'll say it anyway. She is nothing more than a cunt. She is a fucking cunt. And I don't know why they have to have her back as Charlotte Flair's little uh, clone, if you will. But obviously, Corey Graves must have been sucking Vince's meaty cock to get his little stripper girlfriend back on television. And now you got her basically facing Sasha Banks. I mean, this whole show tonight has been a disaster. A disaster. And I can tell you right now, more and more, and I said it last night, Howard, I'm going to say it here again tonight. This show Sunday is shaping up to be a total disaster. An absolute disaster. Right. Um, well, uh, the, I, as I said, I, uh, as I mentioned here before, I did also read up on a little something else as well. That apparently, there, that my my biggest my biggest thought I had on Wolfpack last night actually came to fruition. They did add a seventh match to Survivor Series. Yep. It is a dual it is a dual branded battle royal. And it is going to be on the pre-show. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. a joke. Yeah. Well, 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 gentlemen, I'm going to actually put this on the pay-per-view prediction center page. But I'm not going to put it as a poll because I don't know who's going to be in it. So that is yet to be decided. Uh, the way I'm going, to, I'm going to make the announcement there, and anyone that has already voted on the other matches will have an opportunity to do this, which we don't have as, as many for Survivor Series to go around. But I will go ahead and mention this here now. That every, that I will write down, like I said, just a, just your personal opinions on who you think will just. All I'm going to ask for is who you think is going to win it. That's all I'm going to ask on this. Okay, that's where we're going to put it. And if you, and of course, if you get it right, you get a point. Of course, as always, if not, then because like I said, we don't know who's going. We don't know who's. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about SmackDown oh, okay. or Raw. I'm talking about an individual. I'm, just, I'm talking about just an, just a, an individual wrestler. Oh, I'm not saying yeah. SmackDown Sorry or Raw. That. Sorry about that. You know, no, no, that's, that's, I'm going to post this a little bit later tonight because I read oh. this and I said, I don't know how I'm going to. I can't put it in the form of a poll because I don't know who's going to be in it. It would be kind of hard to really guess. So, I mean, that, my only thing is I'm saying all I'm just going to do is simply just put it as a uh, – is simply put it as, um, um, like I said, as a question. And I will go and mention, in addition to yourself and Justin, I will say that Alayla Peters, Antonio Gutierrez, the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach, uh, of course, John as well, also Kevin O'Sullivan and Justin Carter have also popped in here to, to uh, of course, take part in the, in the poll matches and, 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 of course, making their votes for Survivor Series. But, of course, um, Justin, I don't know how often you talk to anybody that's a member of John's group or not. If you by any chance talk to Alayla Peters, I need you to ask her to go back to that to the page where, you're, where she did the voting at. And she knows which one it is. Because there are three matches that she did not, she did not uh, vote on yet. She's voted... She's voted on three, but she's there's three others that she has not voted on. So if you can please pass word to her that we need to have it before Sunday, if 
if she could possibly do so. So if you if you talk to her, happen to talk to her on Facebook through any source or whatever, or you can mention it to John, okay. ask John to do it. So thank you. And speaking of John, I think he's going to be coming on live here in a little while to give his thoughts about uh, about Survivor oh, Series. Cause, yeah. And and also, of course, because John did the same thing. He, he he there's three more that he that's three that he voted on on the page, but there's three others that he haven't hasn't voted on. So we may get the rest of them right here on on the show tonight, but he'll still need to vote on the page. So. Uh, well, JD, obviously you left your thoughts in about SmackDown. Uh, Justin, any particular thoughts about SmackDown? In your personal opinion? No, um, I'm not happy that um, Natalia is on the um, SmackDown team. Tamina should have won. And, and um, it's, it's, all, it's all. I mean, I mean, it's all about Natty. It's all about her. She needs, you know, she did. This woman is something. Something's something's wrong with her. I mean, she acts like a teen teenager. I mean, and yep. you know, and she she needs to just retire and let young ta- female talent get a push. I mean, I mean, I mean, she, if she becomes SmackDown Women's Champion again, I mean, I'm done with WWE. I'm stop watching. Right. Well, let me let me let me mention this, guys. You bring up a very good point about Tamina. Now, granted, okay, first off, we know all about her history. She is the daughter of WWE Hall of Famer Jimmy Snooker. Yes, we all know what happened. I said Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Tamina is. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I think you called my name. My mistake. That's why I got confused. Sorry. My mistake. Whoops. Looper. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. Yes. Now, let me let me let me make this point clear here. Okay. Ever since Tamina's been on been on the been on WWE TV. Okay. She has, like I said, she she is, like I said, as just Justin Justin put it best. You know. You know, Tamina is definitely one of the best female competitors that the WWE has ever had, bar none. She's had, she's had that Samoan dynasty that's produced some of the greatest wrestling talent ever. I will give them that, indeed. Yeah. There's no question. But my only thing is, and this has led me more and more to think here, and I bring up the fact, like I said, who Tamina, we all know, as I mentioned, who Tamina's father was. Let me ask you guys this. Is Vince actually punishing Tamina because of the situation involving her father from a long from, from a few years ago? Yeah, I agree. I agree, Chad. I really agree. Yeah, I think so okay. too. Because, said, yeah, I, mean, because the, I agree too because I think because the, you, you know that, that murder, that but, murder. Uh, what's, what's that woman's name? Nancy. Hold yeah, because Nancy did it. Nancy Argentino. Yeah. Right. That's that's why she's doing this to her. That's why he's doing this to her. That's why he started downplaying Tamina was was because he couldn't do it in Snuka because Snuka has since passed away. So apparently he's taking it down on his his daughter. Yeah. I think he is. And also at the same time, not only that, not only is he doing that, you think about, okay, not only is he doing that, 
I mean, he, I mean, John always says it. He's out of touch. More and more, he's out of touch. I mean, here we are. We're coming to the end of 2020, okay? He has been out of touch for the last two and a half, three years. Okay. Oh, Daniel Bryan almost won that with a quick uh, crucifix. But anyway, long story short, anyway, uh, the thing is, though, however, Vince has punished certain guys to an extent, however, and has given pushes to guys who aren't deserving of pushes, i.e. Roman Reigns. And I'm not going to, and I'm going to say this about Roman tonight, and you guys are going to be the first to be psyched. Whoa, this is not like, this is not, JD has never said this, but yeah, for the first time, I'm going to go out on record and say it. Roman Reigns, and I think Justin would agree with me, basically bullied and bullshitted his way back into the company. How did he do that, you ask? Okay, I understand you had leukemia. You had an illness, okay? You were out for an extended period of time. You wanted to be with your family and kids. I respect that. I totally respect that. But what have you done since you came back? Oh, that's right. You've sucked Vince's cock to gain everything he handed to you. You come back after a six-month layoff, and what do you do the first night? Oh, yeah, you're given the title on a silver freaking platter. And on top of that, you have a little penguin little pissant like Paul Heyman be your new manager for you. A guy who for years talked always bad about you because you couldn't do it by yourself. You couldn't be by yourself, Howard. And if that's not all, Howard, you now involve Howard, Roman's nephew, Howard, Jay Uso. Or should I say, Jay the Jackass Uso, if you will. Because more and more he's acting like a jackass. Like his cousin, Roman Reigns. And tonight, even Justin saw it on SmackDown as much as I did. Did you notice notice the contract signing tonight, Justin? Tell me what was so unusual about that contract signing. Do you have an idea what it was? Do you have an idea? I'll tell you what what Uh, it was. Besides Postman Pearson out there at the table, did you notice anything different? You know what it was? I'll tell you what it was. Both of you. What was it? They were sitting next to each other. Shoulder to shoulder. And meanwhile, the rules say six feet apart, correct? Was that was that six feet apart? No, obviously not, because Bruce and Vince, the dickhead, geriatric piece of shit McMahon, didn't give a shit tonight about that. They were really shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, basically what it was. That's what Vince is turning into. Yeah, that's what Vince is turning into. DT 2.0. You're 100% right. He doesn't care. He's not going to throw in the towel. He doesn't want to give it up. He doesn't want to keep, just say, I want to give up my company after so long and many years. It's time for you to say goodbye, Vince. It's time for you to just hang it up. Oh, that was a weak-looking kick by Jey Uso. But yeah, obviously, of course, Truth, I mean, Roman says, how I'm the tribal chief, how you will learn your lesson and you will fall at my feet at the head of the table. Gee, Roman, why you, oh, oh, Vince and Bruce some more and swallow their dick because that's what you've been handed to, buddy. Oh, come on, Daniel, pin him inside. Hold him, hold him. He got him. He got him. Son of a bitch, I'll be saved. Daniel Bryan pulled it off. But I mean, seriously. Well, if Roman, if Roman thinks he's going to be through on Sunday, there's wow, no way. He won. Wow. Yeah. That's a because no guy Jay doesn't like it. Daniel Bryan with a huge win tonight. He needed that win. So now the tribal will, chief. Uh, 
I'm sorry. But, uh, but let me go oh, ahead and make this. Sorry, but this whole no, no, you go. Go ahead, finish. Go ahead. You were. I was just gonna say the way. I mean, how many? How much more bullshit, backstabbing, and totally boring shit do we have to put off with tonight? I mean, overall, I mean, a good win by Daniel Bryan, but this they really this week and this year with NXT and even I think Shaq and I talked about this today, and I think uh, me and I talked about this a little while ago. Last year you had NXT. You don't have that this year. You don't have that. That's what's going to hurt you this year. That's what's going to hurt you. Because of the concern for the virus. That's the reason why they said that. I understand that. I said, and even and if even if they didn't yeah. have the virus, I guarantee Vince would bury NXT again. Well, he's burying everybody else that the he didn't create. So, I mean, what else is new? That's what so, I've been saying all along. Yeah, look at look at the Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Anyway, like I was saying, like I was saying, what did I say the other night? Anybody that Vince did not discover himself and did not create and mold himself, he is going to bury. And that's what he's done with so many, especially those who came up from NXT. Because also right now, there's a rumor that somebody else from NXT is going to be coming up to the roster. And do you know who that is? Rhea Ripley. Yep. Yep. There's been some talk. There's been some talk because that, era. They, 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 no, but here's the thing. They said Rhea Ripley because of after the win on Wednesday, that how EO and Rhea just kind of hugged each other, you see. Yep. And, you know, kind of put saying, okay, and this is, this is still like Dave Meltzer's point of view of this, that he was saying that, you know, based upon all that, this was probably the end of their little story, and that there's a possibility that they may be bringing Rhea Ripley up. Yep. I said this when I just, when I when I did this story. I'm gonna say it again. If the women's division of the on the main roster needs an up need, need, need needs an overhaul, Rhea Ripley is the one to do it because she yep. proved that in that and that that match against Charlotte at WrestleMania. She proved she belongs up there. She mm-hmm. she has proved it. In my opinion, Rhea Ripley is one of your top female competitors right now. Yep. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I have a great deal of respect for all of them that are up there, up there right now. But they do need a little bit of an overhaul. And, you know, and of course, like I said, Asuka, you know, Asuka and Sasha might be having to, have to be looking at that and see where is Rhea going to go. And, you know, it would be interesting to see if, you know, she uh, – if she goes, she goes to Raw. You know, Oscar that'd be a good challenger for Oscar. And if yep. she went to SmackDown, she'd be a good challenger for Sasha. Mm-hmm. I mean, bottom line, I mean, but they, but they do need an overhaul up there. In my personal opinion, I'll be right back. In my per, okay, my personal opinion. Okay, okay, but good points all around here, guys. Of course, as far as, of course, as far as us, us um, tonight's edition of SmackDown here. And, and of course, as as JD of course has made the prediction, Survivor Series is not shaping up to be what we all are wanting it to be, of course, on Sunday. So we're just going to have to watch it very, very carefully and see what happens there. I'm back. 9:58 p.m. Eastern time, ladies and gentlemen. It is of course uh, Friday, November 20th, 2020, 
episode 914 of WCWS Revolution. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, alongside the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, here tonight. We also hope to hear from a couple several other folks here in the next few minutes. Guys, I know this is, I've been talking about this for the past two weeks. I think y'all are itching to hear this. I do have a special announcement to make concerning the finals of the NXT US Halloween Havoc Championship Tournament. And yeah, of course, as you know, the. Will you shut Will you stop it? <laughs> <laughs> Will you? I, I, okay, 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 Bobby. He, I'm Will you, stop. Will you stop? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? There you go. Thank you. Anyway, anyway, let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and bring this. Of course, that uh, of course, as you know, the human suplex machine, John Gross and Jordan Stoufflis, has been going neck and neck here, over ever since. Of course, uh, uh, for the past uh, six days here. Um, you know, seeing you know, who is going to pick up and be the first man to hold the title. Ladies and gentlemen, you're the winner of the NXT US Halloween Havoc Championship Tournament and the brand new NXT US Halloween Havoc Champion, the human suplex machine, John Gross, with an eight Son, you to seven. Be your eyes open, pal. I'm coming for you. Eight to, eight to seven over Jordan Stoffus. Very cool. That votes did not move at all since Wednesday. And so it, it remained that way since Wednesday. And it did not and it did not uh, come through at all. However, the number one contenders tournament in that respect, your winner there, Jordan Stuffless. He he held on to that. Right. With uh, with four votes. Congratulations. Now JD Yes, and JD, oh, absolutely. JD, you might want to also send a word to Big Diesel Gregory Kramer. He came very, very close. He had only three votes. He came very close. I'll tell this to Greg, but if Greg is willing to do this at some point, Don, Jordan, I congratulate you both. But I'm telling you right now, if you want a tag team match to put your belt on, your belt on the line, call it right now. Well, but this bell here, like I said, I'm we're going to post this match here this after Survivor Series this weekend, and we're going to do it for like we're going to do it up until the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, the Halloween Havoc Championship. John will defend the title first against Jordan Stuffles, per the winner of this, per the winner of this um, of uh, of this of both of these poll tournaments. So, very ever since the end of October, we've been doing this, and so. So everybody's been on their seats here, big time here. I do think all those that took part in the tournament there as well, and of course everybody will have an opportunity for, of course, as they have opportunities for all the championship belts we have here in WCWS. Uh, also, of course, you're all wondering about the match between Shaq and Mitt for the Money Inc. title, the rematch there. We still, unfortunately, do not have a decisive winner. It is still a five-five tie. So. Uh, what we're going to probably ha possibly have to do at some point here down the road is, hmm, I will extend this through after after Sunday. We're going to do this right. Well, I'm going to mention it right now. 
that I'm going to extend the Money Inc. Championship rematch between Shaq and Mitt until Sunday. If we have a winner by some time on any time on Sunday, whoever gets the first vote will hold the Money Inc. title. Will it be will Shaq retain or will Mitt get it back? That's that's going to be the that's going to be the uh, yes. So we're we're going to extend that match through Sunday. So indeed, indeed. Okie doke here. Uh, let me let me see here. Let me see here. Uh, uh, anyway, um, anyway here, guys. Let me go ahead and review. We'll go ahead and review everything here for Survivor Series. As we said, of course, the matches, of course, with a, a seventh one officially being added on, I believe, sometime today. Uh, the men's Survivor Series elimination match. We can now confirm that for Team Raw, it will be AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Matt Riddle versus Team SmackDowns, uh, Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, Court Jester Corbin, Seth Rollins, and Otis. Now, you know, the thing about it is here, Otis, of course, has had an up-and-down year. with of course, winning the Money in the Bank briefcase, only to lose it to... Um, uh, the piss or the Miz, whatever you want to call it. the Wiz. Wiz, thank you. The Wiz thing. <coughs> I, th I think JD all start calling him that again. I, th I miss it when you say that. So keep that name in mind there. Uh, the women's Survivor Series matchup here. Uh, we now know officially that for Team Raw, it is Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce versus SmackDown's team of Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan. Oh my God. Bailey and Natalia. Oh my freaking God. When, when did Bailey show back up? Can someone tell me this? Pierce, when did she show he, back up? Adam Pierce put her in tonight. Adam Pierce introduced her tonight as the newest member. I mean, I mean, is she still acting like she was when she lost the belt? Oh, yeah. She, she was acting like Queen Shit tonight. She was like higher. She was so excited tonight. I mean, she's like so giddy, however. She's calling herself Captain Bailey. Captain Bailey. It's like, shut the fuck up. Seriously, you stupid bitch. She was acting like Alicia Fox knew that one year. She was acting like Alicia Fox. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need to. I cannot believe she's back. Oh, my God. If she does something to that to that match on Sunday, man. She will. Oh, boy. Watch. Oh, well, that's I, well, I know she will, one. but I mean. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Justin would agree, and I just said it before, I'll say it again. This show is setting up to be a disaster. A major disaster. Yeah. They set all, they set all this up in desperation. That's all this is. Yep. Anyway, anyway, let me go ahead and finish the rest of them here. Bobby Lashley, the U.S. champion, will take on Sami Zayn, the Intercontinental champion. The Raw Tag Champions, uh, the New Day, Kofi, and Xavier versus... Angelo Dawkins and Batez Ford, the SmackDown Tag Champions, the Street Profits. Excuse me. <clears throat> and that too, by the way. Oscar, um, the Raw, Raw Women's Champion versus Sasha Banks, the SmackDown Women's Champion. You watch Bailey get involved in that match on Sunday. Mm -hmm. You watch. I bet, I bet you that's going to happen. That is going to happen. You watch. You watch. Lord have mercy. I don't let that thing's over between Sasha and Bailey. I doubt it. Very seriously. They're going to wrap that back up, man. Oh, boy. Anyway, also, of course, Drew McIntyre, the WWE champion. 
and which of course I actually found out that he actually borrowed a sword from Vince McMahon in his entrance on Monday night, by the way, in that match. Yeah, I heard that too. Did, did you know that? Yeah, yeah it was on four eleven mania. I read it I read it the other night. I think it was Wednesday night I read it. So versus Roman Reigns, the so called tribal chief. Um, and I say that so called, I emphasize the word so called. Okay. Uh, also, but he is, of course, a universal champion, and he will have, of course, his uh, uh, walrus witch doctor, Paul Heyman, with him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. And also, the matches. There you go. Exactly. Um, and I'll, there was something else I'll say about that in a minute, but I'm going to say this right here. A dual brand battle royal. The participants are to be announced to, I guess, over the weekend, they may start announcing participants. Now, guys, I still, when I make this post, I want y'all to be watching after the post on the pay-per-view prediction center page. I still want y'all to post, like, your comments underneath the post whenever I make it. But tonight, since I have both of y'all here, I'd like to get, I'd like to get a prediction from you and you, JD, and you, Justin, for this, who you think is going to win the Battle Royal, just an individual. That's all I'm asking for. JD, let me ask you here first. You know what? Here's a guy who's been buried forever and a day. However, and I, you know what? I'm gonna say, and I want, and this is a guy who has had trouble before with WWE. I was going to say originally, however, Mr. Selena Black himself, Alistair Black, the Dutch destroyer. But you know what? I'm not gonna go there. I'm gonna say Lars Sullivan. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Going to say Lars, okay, Lars Sullivan. Justin, what about you? Just, just a, like you said, it doesn't matter where, where they're at on on TV, but I mean, just just any of the wrestlers, I guess, are not involved in any of the other matches. I guess you could, I guess you could. I'm gonna go with um um JD's Lars Sullivan. You're gonna say that as well, okay? All right, so we have two possible. Thoughts here for that, but uh, as soon as I make that uh, that uh, post on the on this on the page, you guys, please post this underneath uh, in, in the comments underneath. That way, everybody else will see what we're doing. Here. So that way, that might kind of help them out there a little bit. Okay, thank you. But I'll do that sometime after tonight or sometime in the morning. But I'll but when y'all see it, y'all know what to do with that. So you two are witnesses of that. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Uh, but, uh, of course, like we said, ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned, of course, we do have, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Um, also, of course, we have Miss Alayla Peters, Antonio Gutierrez, the uh, Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, Kevin O'Sullivan, and Justin Carter, this time taking part in the Prediction Title Challenge so far for Survivor Series. Now, I emphasize... I emphasize this greatly so far. That does not mean that I'm sure sometime between now and Sunday, somebody we might have other folks pop in and decide to take part in this. If we do, that's wonderful. But if we don't, I mean, that's fine. That's whatever they wish to do. It's at their discretion. So, <clears throat> but, uh, but, uh, but as a matter of fact, Everybody has been, I've been saying this all week long, so 
Now, Mr. WCWUS, what are you going to award the winner? What are you going to award the participants in this prediction title challenge? Well, like I said, I have, I know there's other things going on. You know, sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's difficult to try to think about multiple things at one time. Uh, of course, I'm sure JD knows how, how that feeling is. I'm sure he tries to do about 10 things at once, just like I do. Uh, and Justin, I'm sure, is pretty much the same way on your side of the coin there as well. However, as you did, as you did hear me mention here several days ago, I have pointed out that whoever participates in our prediction title challenges here in WCWS are going to be known as the Trivia Gladiators. What I have officially decided to do now, and like this, all this will all be dependent upon if, of course, uh, instead of doing this in a tournament style, I will just post this as one big, as one big, of course, uh, uh, poll match. I guess is the best way I can say it. That the that uh, what but what will happen is is that. And, and, of course, you, J.D., and you, Justin, are, of course, already going to be a part of this, as well as the other folks that I have mentioned here in this, that I do have officially, <clears throat> I do have, I do have officially um, a new championship that I have devised. And... Sometimes things just come to me, and and in the spur of the moment, something just pictures in my head. What we're going to do is, like I said, those who participate, as I said, will will be placed into a poll match, which I will have up until I believe we'll go through the to make things fair, the. First Friday in December, which JD, can you look up, up, the, up on the calendar for me? That would be the first December, Friday. The, that would be December fourth. December fourth. Thank you. We're gonna go. We're gonna start this after Survivor Series on Sunday, and it's gonna go through Friday, December the fourth. That I am going to be, place a poll in the Prediction Center page. The winner would win the most votes will become the brand new WCWUS Trivia Gladiator Champion. The one with the second amount, the, the one that comes in second place will be the number the first number one contender for that title. So JD, you and Justin have heard this. Everybody else yeah. will find out about it of course on Sunday. Like I said, we're going to we're going. I'm giving this as much time as I possibly can, and we'll post it. We'll post it up a, a little bit here and there. Of course, even I'll even ask John to mention it. Of course, to his people on on that little show he does, or Justin, you can mention it. I mean, if you, that's up to you. But like I said, 
This is all who takes part in the Survivor Series Prediction Title Challenge this Sunday. And anyone else who decides to make a vote on, like I said, the matches here as well, will be a part of this. And like I said, the more votes that come in. And like I said, I would also suggest here, guys, you know, you saw, for example, how Jordan, Jordan Stolfus, what he was doing. He was doing like the campaign thing. He was, saying, he was telling certain people, vote for me, vote for me, vote for me. That would not hurt for y'all to do that. If you wish to do so, you can. If you want to vote for yourself, or you can. If you want to vote for somebody else, you can. But any votes that, that comes into that will count. But like I said, I am going to be 100% fair about this, okay? So I'm just going to let y'all know right here and right now. Trivia Gladiator Championship, of course, will be decided on the December 4th episode of WCWS Revolution. I don't know what number that is. I'll have to look ahead a little bit. Because we're at 914 right now. We're at 914 right tonight. Yes, so next week, next Tuesday, 9.15. Okay, 9.15. Will it be 20? Let me think. December 1. Yeah, 9.20. Yeah, that's right. It'll be be, be episode 920. So by episode 920 of Revolution, we will, of course, we'll we'll have between this Sunday and episode 920 of WCWS Revolution on Friday, December the 4th. To, to to get as many votes in as we possibly can. And, of course, like I said, guys, if y'all know anybody else that might want to be a member of this page, send them the invites. That's that's one way they can get it is by being on this page. It's one way they'll be able to find out about it if they wish. So, well, let's see here. Right, well, let's see here, guys. Um, hmm. Let me, uh, you know what, I've got, I've got, I've got a perfect idea here to take, to use the rest of the time here. J.D., you and Justin are game here. I said game. I did not say gay. Okay. (laughs) I said game. Okay. Um, As, as, as y'all know, guys, I have been posting like crazy in the WWUS NXTNG video vault. A lot of great matches and promos and everything of that nature. What I would like to do is I would like, I'm not going to play any videos, but what I would like to do is throw out a match or two and ask both of y'all about what y'all's personal opinions are about each of these matches. Okay? Okay. That sound fine? Does that sound game? Okay. All right. Justin, you may remember some of these. I don't know, but I mean, you're welcome to, of course, go on there and look at them anytime, at any time if you wish to, of course, do so. That they are there for everybody. So, by all means, please. Sure. Now, some of these will have to do with The Undertaker. Some of them will have to do with Survivor Series. Some of them probably might have to do with Stone Cold, Steve Austin. I mean, but there, I try to put different ones in there that I can. Okay. It spins around. I mean, exactly. Yes. But JD, let's start with you, JD. Let me ask you about this match. Listen very, very carefully. <clears throat> the event 
was Shotgun Saturday Night. I'm sure you remember this show. Yes, I do. The date, the date, December 13th, 1997. The match, The Undertaker versus The Sultan. Your thoughts about this match? This was one of the times I remember I think Taker showed up on the Shotgun Saturday Night Show, and this was two days before my 21st birthday, believe it or not. Uh, I do recall this somewhat, actually. Very good match, I would say. However, very entertaining. It was, it was, it was a pretty good match, I gotta say. Okay, okay. Justin, do you recall this match? If so, did you like to offer any thoughts? Yeah. Um. Uh. What? What? Which one? Which match? It was from Shotgun Saturday Night on December 13, 1997, between The Undertaker and The Sultan. Of course, The Sultan we would know later on as Rikishi. That was a good, good, good match. Okay. Believe it or not, this, 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 uh, um, this match has actually. This video has, has 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 reached twelve people apparently. There's a lot of people that actually like some of these matches that I'm finding. And JD, we gotta give kudos to Captain Dave. He's actually sharing some of these matches off of here for us. Yeah. So <laughs> I I like this. All right, here we go, guys. Let me ask you about this one. This is a Survivor Series match. Okay. This is a recent one, so y'all both of y'all would probably know about this. JD, I'll ask you this first. From Survivor Series last year, 2019, a WWE title no holds barred match between Brock Lesnar and Rey Mysterio. Your thoughts here? Very intense match. Rey tried to put up a hell of a fight against the Beast. Unfortunately, it was not all for naught. However, and Rey got beat as a result. Did be able to try to uh, thank you. Right, and I think there was a picture here. I'm sure you might remember this thing, in which Ray and his son Dominic tried to do a six-one-nine both on Brock. Yes. So, okay, Justin, your thoughts here? Survivor Series 2019, Brock Lesnar versus Ray Mysterio, no holds barred for the WWE title. You know, you know what? That, that wasn't. Um, that wasn't that good. Right. Okay. <coughs> okay. Now, now, Justin, we may be going a little bit ways back. I don't know if you would remember this or not. JD may remember this particular show, and and like I said. You're always welcome to go and look on, look, look at some of these older matches to get a good understanding of them if you wish to do so. JD, let me let me pose this to you first to see if you remember this. Mid South Wrestling, Mid Mid South Wrestling. I believe this is the entire show mm-hmm. from December December fourth, nineteen eighty two. I kind of remember this because Arn Anderson was on this show, if I remember correctly, and this was a pretty good show, if I remember. And I think this is what gave Arn, I think, 
his notice, however, I think afterwards, however, he put a notice in, I think, if I remember correctly, however, uh, with the whole thing, however, and he went to the Crockett Company shortly thereafter, or sometime after that, if I remember. Because I think uh, I've seen a picture right here showing a picture of Arn Anderson, but he's going by his real name in Mid-South. Yes, um, I think that was one of the few times he did go by his real name, however, in Mid-South, and I think he changed his name shortly thereafter to A Arn Anderson, if I remember correctly. Okay. Justin, um, I don't know how far back you would remember, but I don't know if you've... Um, if you don't, if you're not familiar with it, I mean, you don't have to say anything if you if you wish. But but like I said, this this was all the way back in 1982. Mid South Wrestling from December 4th, 1982. No, I I'll remember that. Okay. Well, like I said, if you get an opportunity, watch some of this classic stuff, Justin. You'll, you'll definitely appreciate it. You'll definitely love it. I mean, JD well, can I've, give I've you been some Well, I've been watching classic um, old school wrestling. Yeah, also definitely check out. We got a lot of it on the video vault, so definitely check it. Come over and check it out sometime. Now, here's one here, and let me ask, and Justin, you might remember this one a, a little bit better, but we'll, we'll see. But, JD, I'll ask you about this first. I'm not sure what the I'm not sure what the show was to be honest with you, but the match took place. The match took place on January 31st, 1992. It was between the Undertaker and Bret Hart. Ah, uh, Undertaker, Bret Hart. I think that was when I think that was on uh, prime time. However, if I remember. That was, uh, yeah, that was at MSG, actually, believe it or not. Uh, very good match. Of course, if you remember, uh, The Undertaker was going into WrestleMania 8 that year with Jake the Snake Roberts. Brett, of course, had his own agenda, of course, with uh, Piper. And this was a very, very good match, I recall. This was a really, really good match. Okay, Justin, like we said, The Undertaker versus Bret Hart. Uh, as, J as JD says, it, was, it probably came from an episode of that show, Primetime Wrestling. So this was, of course, a year before Monday Night Raw uh, made its debut. But it was on January 31st, 1992. Undertaker versus Bret Hart. I think, as JD said, I think it was in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, it was. I mean, I'm, it wasn't? Okay, it wasn't. Okay. Well, All right. That was a good one. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 Next one here is another match involving the Undertaker. Let's see, JD will go to you here first. This is from WWE WWF's In Your House, A Cold Day in Hell, from 1997. Title match between the Undertaker and Stone Cold Steve Austin. JD, your thoughts here? Good match. Uh, Austin, if you remember, of course, however, had fought, of course, uh, what had happened. In that bloody match, however, at WrestleMania 13, just a few months beforehand, with Brett and Ken Shamrock as the referee, and that really launched Austin from being a heel in WWE as a, let's just say, no-nonsense, bullshit-type guy, however, who did whatever he wanted with Ray's talent, whatever he wanted, however. He uh, had not quite gone into it with Vince just yet, however, but uh, he was starting to change from being a mid-card heel, however, to a... Uh, face, however, at this time, however, and he had not been a face before, I don't think, since early on 
in his career. Uh, Taker, of course, as you know, had won the title at WrestleMania against Sid. And I know uh, Austin was, I think, getting the first crack at Austin after uh, Taker had been Sid however, at the pay-per-view, if you will, however, mind you, back at WrestleMania 13, however. So, uh, yeah, very interesting match, very entertaining, and uh, very unique, however, let's just say. Okay. Justin, Undertaker versus Stone Cold from In Your House, A Cold Day in Hell, for the title in 1997. Good one. Good one. Okay. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Next one here. Uh, okay. All right. All right, guys. We're going here a little bit further up here now. This is from, uh, do believe, from Monday Night Raw, uh, June seventh, nineteen ninety nine. So I guess it was a short. It was probably sometime. It wasn't. I don't think JD. I think it was only like what several weeks after Owen Hart's passing. I think. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, June seventh, nineteen ninety nine. It was in Boston on Monday Night Raw. It was a handicap match. Kane and X-Pac versus Shane McMahon. Yeah, this was in all places being town, but yeah, if you remember, however, uh, Brett, of course, I believe, had also made his return that night on Nitro for the first time since Owen's, Owen's passing. And actually, no, uh, let me think. Well, Owen had passed away in May, just a few weeks before, so uh, Brett had not been back yet. But yeah, this was a few weeks after Owen's passing, however, and... Uh, Overall, I mean, it wasn't a bad match, but it wasn't a great match. I thought it was okay, but it was, eh, kind of there, you know. Okay. Justin, uh, June 7th, 1999, Monday Night Raw, and from Boston, Kane and X-Pac in a handicap match versus Shane McMahon. Good match. And, um... J.D., oh, go ahead, please. Wait, wait, he said, you said Shane and X-Pac, right? No, Kane and X-Pac versus Shane in a handicap. Oh. That was good. Yep, okay. J.D., if I'm not mistaken, wasn't this this match, wasn't this done after the uh, thing with the higher power or something? I think it was um, right about Stone that time. Cold. Yeah, it was somewhere around that time. Yeah, it came around that time. Yes, that's correct. Yes. Okay. Because I think it was, what was it, that Shane cost X-Pac and Kane the tag titles? And this yeah. was, I guess, a punishment for that, I think it was. I think I'm, I'm, I'm not yeah. mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, that sounds right. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, JD, uh, this is what I was talking to you about the other night, and I'm going to bring this up to your attention here. Sure. Um, uh, okay, this was like I said, posted here. Someone had actually videotaped this, I guess, through their own video camera. I'm surprised they got away with it, but they did. Uh, it was a WCW event from the Meadowlands Arena in East, East Rutherford, New Jersey, July 3rd, 1991. Yeah, this was at a time when Ric Flair had had his issues with Jim Hurd, if you remember, and a lot of people knew, however, that Jim Hurd and, uh, like I said, a lot of people realized that him and Flair did not get along. They wanted to change Flair's gimmick around, 
And uh, Flair, of course, was just really upset of what was going on, Howard, and he felt that WCW was screwing around with him and just continuing to play games with him. And uh, you saw the end result, Howard, and that was, of course, Flair leaving to go to the WWE, however. And, uh, yeah, this was uh, a very dark time for WCW because if you remember the month before, they had done the Great American Bash, and at the time it was considered the worst pay-per-view of 1991 by far, however. But, yeah, I think when Jim Hurd was in charge of WCW, it was like he was like sort of like thinking, oh, I can change whatever I want, I can do what I want, however, certain people, however. And uh, they didn't call him the little Napoleon for nothing. He had like a Napoleon complex, as Kevin Sullivan would say, but it's just... He never really did much for WCW. He really kind of did crap for them, if you will. Um, I haven't really got feelings. First off, I'm really surprised that Mr. Hurd is even still alive now. I'm even shocked myself. myself. I'm ha- I mean, I'm not. I'm not wishing a man dead. I'm just saying. No. I'm just surprised that he's. Still, I'm surprised he's still alive. But don't you think that this is? He's going to end up in the same boat. As what happened to the late Jack Tunney, that nobody's going to come to this man's funeral at all whatsoever. I think so, because if you remember, there were a lot of people that did not like him back then. I mean, Flair was one of them, and I remember hearing a lot of other people really just never respected him. Some people did, some people didn't. I mean, I think J.R., Paul Heyman, who's Paulie Dangerously, Sting, Flint, and uh, like I said, others. Some had good things to say about him. Some people didn't have a lot of good things to say about uh, Jim Hurd. And it's, and it's very unfortunate because, I mean, this is a guy who owned a pizza joint, if you remember, at one time. I mean, like I said, he's 81 now, however. He had been a station television manager for KPLR-TV, of course. And then, like I said, he showed up in 1989, however. And like I said, here's the story what they're saying about the whole Ric Flair thing. And I'll talk about it real quickly, however, because, like I said, he left. Uh, shortly thereafter, however, I think it was like in late 91, early 92. Heard regularly clashed with Ric Flair. According to Flair, Heard wanted him to drop his Nature Boy persona, cut his beach blonde hair, and adopt a Roman gladiator gimmick by the name of Spartacus. This did not sit well with Flair in the committee, like I said, however. Committee member Kevin Sullivan was quoted as saying at one time, however, while we're doing this, why don't we go to Yankee Stadium and change Babe Ruth's number? Heard believed Flair's time was over as a main event player and the big money was with Sting and Luger. Okay, here's a guy who'd been main eventing Starcade Tower and Clash of the Champions, however, mind you, however. First ever Clash of the Champions. This backstage feud hit its breaking point when during contract negotiation, Flair refused to take a pay cut and he moved away from the main position as far as the company's biggest draw. He also refused to drop the title to Luger as Heard wanted, saying that he had promised to drop it to Sting and Heard had agreed. Heard did not care what he had said earlier and accused Flair of holding up the company, but Flair said he was simply holding Heard to his word. Flair tried to compromise with him and offered to drop the title to Barry Wyndham, feeling that Wyndham was long passed over and deserved to run with the title. However, as Flair was playing nearly Russell one of the times lose the title. Two weeks before the bash, Heard fired him two days before the show in Jersey, if you remember July third, and stripped him of the title. However, Flair was still in possession of the belt. Right. And that's how you found it on WWF programming for a while before he they had to return. Well they also talk about the money. rise and fall of WCW too a little bit about that too. Justin, uh any thoughts about this? Uh uh WCW event took place at the Meadowlands Arena in East Rutherford, New Jersey on July 3rd, 
Wasn't that bad? Perfect. All right. Next match here we have here. Jenny, I'll ask your opinion about this. This was on Sunday Night Heat on July 11th, 1999. Kane versus Bradshaw in a no holds barred match. Kane in Justin's neck of the woods. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was in Justin's neck of the woods, Indianapolis, Indiana. Huh. So you're, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, Kane showed, uh, I guess Kane put up a good fight in Justin's neck of the woods, didn't he, however? And this was when Bradshaw, of course, had not done yet, I believe started with the APA gimmick yet. He would soon do it, I think, afterwards, however, and of course we would see him and Simmons do that. But uh, JBL definitely did not have good luck on this night. No, sir. Yeah, he was still doing the acolyte thing. I think on this the picture right here that I see right here, he still has the the, the, the tattoo drawings I had on his chest. Yes. Something like that for a while. Yeah, so. Uh, Justin, your thoughts about this? Kane versus Bradshaw, no holds barred on Sunday Night Heat, July 11, 1999 there. And like I said, it was in your neck of the woods there in Indianapolis. Yeah. Um, Here's Mitch. I'm sorry, JD. What did you say? I'm sorry. No, I was just saying there was some sirens going by. That's all. Oh, okay. All right. Um, JD, this reminds me, of course, when I was talking about the name of our of the group we're here, the video of the video, the full name of the video vault right here. Do you ever stay in contact and all with that NXTNG? Groups on Facebook, by any chance? It's been a while. It's been a while, though. Yeah, but I haven't been on there for a while, though. Okay. Do you know anybody that's still overseeing those groups? I am not sure. I'll have to check on that, to get, and I can get back to you on that. And let you know. Okay. Thank you. Because, like I said, I mean, I I wanted just to just wanted to just wanted to see if maybe if no one was doing anything with it, maybe we could possibly uh, maybe kind of. Yeah. Hype it, hype it up a little bit here. Anyway, next one here. This is more recent right here, guys. WrestleMania 31, Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt. J.D., your thoughts here? Uh, you know, I didn't think it was that great. I really was disappointed about this match because this is a match that really could have been, uh, I don't know, it just, I mean, like I said, it's just... Yeah, I mean, I was really not impressed with this matchup, however, and I thought this is a matchup that they really could have avoided altogether. And I'll be right back. Okay, there you go. Justin, your thoughts about Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt from WrestleMania 31? Good, good match. That was epic, epic match. Okay. All right, thank you, thank you very much. There, uh, before we while we wait for JD to return, um, I'm back. Uh, but, okay. Oh, and JD and JD's back. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> here's here's a here's a rare treasure right here. Um, and and guy and this one guys, this one does not involve the Undertaker. So I will tell you about that. But there you go. We do like the Undertaker, but but this is this is this is something. I try I try to blend in everything we can here. 
Uh, JDS, get your thoughts first about this one. Monday Night Raw, May, I'm, I'm sorry, March 23rd, 1998. I think it's one of the first encounters between Stone Cold and The Rock. Your thoughts here? Yeah, this this was a very interesting, however, like I said, however, and uh, yeah, it was just, just just crazy, you know. I was just see those two. I mean, we've seen those two fight, however, <laughs> over the years. How, like we said, and we saw what happened at the end. However, I mean, go figure. But uh, I mean, it was it was a very I'm sorry, it was a very good match. I will say that we've seen them fight okay. many times since then. But this, yeah, was one of their first earlier uh, meetings. So, yeah. And, and, and the Nation of Domination was at ringside for this match, by the way. Uh, just to throw that out there. I think The Rock was holding the Intercontinental title around this time, too. Had the old version of the Intercontinental title. The classic version, we'll say. Yes. The one true... Okay, okay. Justin, uh, I don't know if you remember this match or not. Stone Cold versus The Rock. Monday Night Raw, March 23rd, 1998. Yeah, I remember that match. Okay, back. Okay. Okay, what? Okay. All right. Thank you there. Thank you there, guys. Let's see here. Uh, by the way, uh, of course, Justin did post something in our video vault here. That's also on our page entitled A Gaseous Affair. And as obviously uh, the segment from SmackDown where the Big Show ate all those burritos, and then of course Mother Nature came came a calling in the worst way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all remember that. I think. Yeah, I think we all remember that. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Oh Lord, I'm mercy. But JD, you all right there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, next match up here, guys. Monday Night Raw, March 26, 2007. As we saw a tag team match pitting John Cena and Shawn Michaels teaming up against The Undertaker and Batista. JD, your thoughts here? Talk about a very mixed, unusual tag match and an odd couple of pairings, however, with each partner. I mean, good match, very entertaining. Uh, I was surprised to see these uh, four actually team up against the other with the other. However, so it wasn't too bad. And like I said, as far as Austin Rock, as I said earlier, I mean, I, like you said, that was the first meeting I think with those two. However, like you said, I think because the Rock was with the Nation at the time, and we saw what happened there. And uh, it was a very unique match. Like I said, of course, they met three times at WrestleMania. I think the Rock. Um, I think went 0 and 3 against him. I mean, 17. I know we know what happened there. Austin won that one. 19. Of course, we all know what happened the night before their match in Seattle at WrestleMania 19 because we heard that uh, I guess Austin had had some very serious health issues. However, prior to that match uh, at Mania 19, in fact, uh, like I said, however, we do understand. However, like I said, apparently, I guess he had. Uh, but I think what was it he did say, however, mind you, huh? Uh, where was it? I just saw it a second ago, however, about WrestleMania. 
No, actually, he, yeah, we saw what happened there. It was Mania 19, where the hell is it? I know he had, I guess, something. Oh, where was it, Tower? He had, I guess, uh, like I said, I guess, Tower, I guess, uh, what was it? He had had uh, something, like, really health-related wrong, wrong with him. I think he had anxiety issues, or he had almost had uh, a serious... Uh, Many people thought it was a heart attack. Some people thought it was just really, um, like I said, ner some people said it was nervous. Some people said it was a heart attack. But they weren't really sure. And we all know what happened, of course, later on that year, of course. And that was the whole thing in which uh, shortly thereafter we saw what happened, however, between Vince uh, and uh, Austin, of course, because of what had happened the year before. We saw what happened again. Certainly, indeed. Indeed. Uh, Justin, your thoughts about Cena and HBK versus Undertaker and Batista from March 26, 2007's edition of Monday Night Raw? Good match. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's see here. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm not sure who was on each of these teams, but this was from Survivor Series of 2006, a five-on-five -five Survivor Series elimination match. Team Cena versus Team Big Show. J.D., your thoughts about this? I somewhat vaguely remember this matchup, Power, so I couldn't tell you much about it. Okay. 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 Uh, let me see. Okay, Justin, any any insight? Survivor Series 06, Team Cena versus Team Big Show. Good one. Yeah, okay, thank you very much. Uh, and we still have not heard at all, ladies and gentlemen, from the human surface machine, John Gross. We thought he was going to be on this tonight. But apparently he, I guess, is not. Is not he must be uh, playing with his Spider-Man comics. Are you talking? In other words, is he, is, is, is he showing off his web shooting technique to a girl, JD? <laughs> oh. He wishes he, he uh, either that or he's going to scare some girl, however, by uh, rolling his eyes in the back of his head, pretending he's the dead man. Huh. Indeed. And John says, I am not playing with my Spider-Man comic. I am here. He's on the chat box. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. Oh, he heard you. Oh, oh yeah. I think he's going to come. You get me coming for you there, J.D. You better be careful. Uh, next, next match up here. Uh, and he was Suplex Machine. John Gross, ladies and gentlemen, has also joined us on 914 Revolution. Uh, John, we welcome you, sir. Thank you for joining us here. J.D., your thoughts here about this next match? It's from Survivor Series 2005, a WWE title match, John Cena versus Kurt Angle. Good match. One of the better matches of the show, and it was entertaining. I enjoyed it. Uh, Justin, Survivor Series 05, Cena versus Angle for the WWE title. Good match. Okay. Thank you. Um, 
And John has informed us that he will be here, of course, here in about five minutes. He actually was also, of course, commenting on several of the matches that we uh, we have talked about here. I'll read some of his comments here in just a few moments. Uh, let's see here. Ooh, JD, we're going all the way back here a little bit. Survivor Series 1998, the finals of the WWF title tournament, The Rock versus Mankind. What year was this again? 1998. Good match. Of course, we saw what would happen, How obviously, between the two of them in the I Quit match, however, at the Rumble a few months later. Excuse me, at the Royal Rumble, and that was a very intense match, if you recall. I think they said, wasn't this also the one, this match here, was the one where actually The Rock pulled a wool over everybody's eyes? Yeah. And he had joined that yes. event. Yeah. He faked the face turn, The Rock. Yeah, yeah, he, he suffered a face. Yeah, uh, uh, Justin, your thoughts about this match from Survivor Series 98, Rock versus Mankind? That was a good event. That was a good match. And Rock, um, and, and Rock Shane McMahon, and Vince McMahon fooled the WWE Universe that night. And The Rock, the Rock, fooled, the Rock really fooled the WWE fans. And to think, uh, he, he, he faked the face turn. He fooled the WWE fans in, in, into liking liking him. He, um, because the reason why and the reason why he faked the face turn because um, you've been seeing all the posters that says "Die Rocky Die" and Rocky sucks. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There you go. That's it. Next match here, guys. <clears throat> This is going back from, let me see, this is going back to, let's see, WrestleMania 27, uh, the no-holds-barred match between The Undertaker and Triple H. J.D., your thoughts about this? This one, this one. WrestleMania 27. Which match again? Undertaker versus Triple H, no-holds-barred. Great match, one of my favorite matches of all time. Okay. Justin, your thoughts, WrestleMania 27, Undertaker versus Triple H. Good one. Indeed. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, um and let's see, Justin, I'm not sure if you if you uh had start had was watching wrestling whenever Monday Night Raw debuted. But if you want to leave any thoughts about this, please feel free. Uh, JD, I'll ask your opinion about this. I'm sure you're probably glued to your seat when you saw this. The very first episode of Raw, January 11th, 1993, as the Undertaker wins the main event of the first edition of Raw. Your thoughts here. Yeah, and this really was a very sloppy match. If you remember, this was not one of the not more exciting matches of uh, showing. That they had something to say about it, however, afterward, however, about the main event because this is what the Undertaker said to Damien Demento. You know what he said? What's that? What he said? 
Marge, do you want to play John Wilkes Booth or do you want to act like a man? <laughs> uh, Justin, your thoughts about this Undertaker win the main event of the first ever Monday Night Raw? Pretty, not that bad. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see here. Uh, well, we've, I think we might have talked about this one before, but I'll bring it up here again. J.D., your thoughts about this. From Backlash in 2003, The Rock versus Goldberg. It was okay, but it could have been better, and I'll be right back. Okay, all right, thank you very much. Justin, your thoughts? Backlash 2003, The Rock taking on Goldberg. Good one. Okay, all right. All right. <clears throat> all right. Thank you very much. And we may be having a visitor here next and next little bit here. We'll keep you informed, of course, about that. Uh, while we wait for JD to return, uh, let's see. Ask, let's ask Justin about this. Justin, this was from WCW Monday Nitro uh, from November November twenty third, nineteen ninety eight. Uh, the match between Goldberg and the Giant when Goldberg delivered the jackhammer. To the giant. That was a good. That was a good match. Okay. JD, are you back with us? Okay, he's not yet returned, so he'll be. I'll come back to that one and ask him about that here in just a minute. Uh, Justin, you might remember this moment. Let me ask you this. From August 26, 2002, on Monday Night Raw, this took place in New York City. Um, this was when uh, Test, Lance Storm, and Christian teamed up to form the Un-Americans, and they were about to burn the American flag when Kane returned and took out the Un-Americans. Um, I'm glad King stopped it. Right. I think that was when Booker T actually, uh, um, actually Kane said that, uh, told Booker T and Goldust, who was also out there trying to stop them from burning the flag. Uh, Kane told Booker T that, uh, they did this thing come there for the spinner Rooney. They came in there for the Kane Rooney. And Kane did his own version of the spinner Rooney. Oh, I remember that. During that. I remember that. Yeah. So, and they, no, okay. I'm and they, back. Uh, okay. Uh, JD, let's go back. Let's go back a couple, th a couple of things here. We're going to take care of these before we move on to anything else. J.D., you might remember this matchup from November 23rd, 1998. It was on WCW Monday Nitro. 
in the match between Goldberg and the Giant when Goldberg delivers the jackhammer to the Giant. And that was a big, big jackhammer because the Giant was one of the bigger men at the time, and that was a big win for Goldberg, too. And I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, before we move, continue on, let me go ahead and give you this one more time. 10.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on, of course, Friday, November 20th, 2020, episode 914 of WCWS Revolution. <clears throat> Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw alongside the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo and also the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming uh, here with me here tonight. Uh, we hopefully hope to hear here in the next little bit from the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross here as well. Um, live, of course, as I believe he is going to be coming in to bring in his predictions for this Sunday's uh, Survivor Series. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's opening theme for 914 of Revolution was the theme for this Sunday's Survivor Series called Shot in the Dark by ACDC. Definitely listen to it. It is a tremendous song. I played about maybe two minutes of it. It was not bad. Um, last time I heard a song called Shot in the Dark, I think Ozzy Osbourne did it. I, I loved Ozzy's version as well. So, uh, But definitely listen to that if you wish to, of course, uh, uh, check that out. And I may even post it on the Revolution Radio Facebook page if anybody wants to pull it up and listen to it. It was off of an album that they actually released a week ago today. So so definitely check that out here, of course, here indeed. Uh Ah, now, ladies and gentlemen, now get written now get now coming on the line here, episode nine fourteen of Revolution. As we said, of course, uh, one of JD's broadcast partners on WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, right here on TalkShoe.com, as well as as well as, of course, like I said, multiple time title holder in the Trivia Championship Series, <clears throat> and also, of course, the man who will not take no crap from nobody, not even our own federal government. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm referring to the one in the the human suplex machine himself, Mr. John Gross. John, welcome to 914 of Revolution, sir. Thank you very much here for popping in here with us here tonight. Um, I'm sure you probably heard some of the matches. Oh, yes. I'm sure you heard about some of the matches we were talking about. On the, <clears throat> they're posted in the video vault. John, if you get an opportunity to go look at them, pull them up and you can relive them, man. Uh, there's some great moments there. Great matches indeed. <laughs> so, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, The Rock, Undertaker, matches from Survivor Series, WrestleManias, and all that good stuff. So, but we post new stuff every day. So definitely check it out here. There. WrestleMania. Did you? It's WrestleMania, not WrestleMania. <laughs> or how about if I try to do it like this, man? WrestleMania. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, okay. You want me to do it Vince's way. Oh, okay. So I sound, but I, that's of course you now know. That, I, now I think I sound better. Now that's. I sound, now that's not bad. <laughs> now that's not bad right there. Uh, I, I sound ten times better than Vince anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, there you go. Okay, John, I suppose you are, of course, on here now to, of course, finish off your predictions here as well on the uh, paper uh, from, of course, the ones you have already posted 
on the pay-per-view prediction center page. Uh, John, I will also need you to finish your voting on some of those as well on the page here whenever you can. Uh, well, I'll do that. But, uh, okay, yeah, because you got three, you got three more here. Plus, also, I will talk about something else here, of course, momentarily here within just a few minutes. Uh, first off, here the men's five-on-five Survivor Series match. Uh, Team Raw, as you said, AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Matt Riddle versus Team SmackDown in the form of Kevin Owens, Jay, Jay Uso, Court Jester Corbin, Seth Rollins, and Otis. And I believe you did choose Team Raw to pull this win off. Is that correct, sir? Yeah, although, well, well, I may have to go with Team Raw, but but I think right now. You know, we got we got Uso, Ron, Corbin, Court Chester Corbin, as you say, Otis and and KO. They haven't there are no people that have not had problems, but I'm wondering with Uso and Owens, given what happened weeks ago, I wonder if there's still still gonna be tension between these two. Who knows? Anything's possible. But as for Team Raw, I know they can't put there. I know Seamus Riddle, Lee, Strowman, and AJ will, might not likely put their differences together. But despite all that, I'm going to have to say Team Raw wins. Okay. All right. All right. And I can That's, see it calm down to... I can see it calm down to either AJ and... Jay Uso. Ooh, that's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good finisher. That's not bad. Or, or you could have Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins. That could be interesting. Okay. All right. Okay, dope. All right. Thank you very much on that one. Next up here, the women's Survivor Series elimination match. As we have Team Raw represented by the women's tag team and champions, honestly, Nia Jax. Otis, although, although I'm really happy that Otis gets a spot, but I feel like that spot should have been Big E's or Lars Sullivan. Right. Because I would have okay. loved, yeah. loved to see Lars and Braun go at it. Mm-hmm. Right. Indeed. There you go. The Women's Survivor Series Elimination Match Team Raw, as we said, the Women's Tag Team Champions, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce versus Team SmackDown in the form of Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, the return of, I cannot believe I'm saying this, Bailey, and Natalya. Karen. Yeah, and you have chosen Team SmackDown. Now, you have chosen Team SmackDown for this match, is that as win, correct? Yeah, and the re and the reason why I think choose chose Team SmackDown is because is because Nia Jack. We all know Nia, Shayna, and Lana cannot get along with each other. And I think and you know who else can. What was that, Justin? Natty and Natty. And Natty and Root and, and, and the Wire Scott don't don't get along with Natalia because you know and, and I think Natalia better 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 um, get her straight 
and get along get along with Ruby Squat, get along with Ruby and live. Because you know why? Because I think she's just probably pissed off because Ruby Riot had no respect for her late father, WWE Hall of Famer Jim Dean will not hurt her. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, that's it. so the question is, who's going to get along and who's, and who's not going to get along is the answer. Indeed. There you go. About to, about to wait and see what happens with it. But we know Ruby and Liv will get along with each other. There's no doubt about it. So I say they give the right the right to another opportunity to win this tag belts. If they're going to work that cohesive. You know what? But that's just my. You know what, John? You know what, John? Mm-hmm. They're really killing WWE. They're, they're really killing Tamina. Going to mean it, WWE. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. I think she should have won this match. match. I think she should have won this match, not Natty. Yeah. Right. Indeed. Okay. Anyway, here next matchup here, of course, the first of several champion versus champion matchups. This time, the first one here, Bobby Lashley, the U.S. champion versus Sami Zayn, the Intercontinental champion. John, who is your thoughts, please? Well, as much as I don't like Sami Zayn, I will say that I will say he's been much talked about on the news, talking about Donald Trump, and and I I like what he's been saying about Donald Trump, but heel wise, I I'm gonna have to say. Bobby Lashley because because Sami Zayn will be will be carried out of here and he's done, Lashley's gonna chew him up and stir fry him. Oh, okay, all right. He's gonna make there you go. he's gonna make a Cana- Canadian milkshake out of him. Oh, <laughs> wow! Hey, I don't mean there I don't go. mean to be. And for all the Canadians out there that are listening right now, listening right now, run. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Indeed. Our next matchup here, the champion versus champions tag team match. The Raw tag team champions, the New Day, Kofi and Xavier, versus the SmackDown tag champions, the Street Profits, Dawkins and Ford. Your thoughts here? Yeah, Street Profits, they... They've dominated WWE in the past few years and since they've been to WWE, but they are taking one of the top talented tag teams in the WWE that's been on on the WWE for six years, the New Day. But I'm going to have to say it's going to be a New Day, and I'm not talking about the tag team, the New Day. I'm talking about the Street Profits, and don't get me wrong, I like Xavier and Kofi, but I think the Street Profits are on their way to knocking off some of the greatest tag teams in the WWE. So you're you're going with the Street Profits, John. You're going with Street Profits. Okay, that makes sure. Okay, next. Okay. The next matchup here, the champion, the champion versus champion matchups. 
Of course, the Raw Women's Champion Asuka versus the SmackDown Women's Champion Sasha Banks. I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to put it this way right now. We saw these two clash a, a few months ago. We saw these two clash off this year at Extreme Rules and at SummerSlam. But this time, this time, it's not going to be for a championship. Oh, no. And this time, Sasha ain't going to have Karen around to help her because we all know what happened at Hell in a Cell when, with what Sasha did to Karen. Mm, right. So, I am going to have to say, it's going to be Sasha, believe it or not. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. And also the fourth, and also the last one of the champion versus champion matchups here, the WWE champion Drew McIntyre versus the universal champion, the so-called tribal chief Roman Reigns, which with the witch Dr. War, War, Walrus himself, Paul Heyman, you have <laughs> chosen Drew McIntyre. Is that correct there? Yes. Because okay, this is what... about... Yes, because Drew and Ro Roman have had a shared history together. If you'll recall, WrestleMania 35, when Roman beat Drew, and then, mm. and then we all remember, we all remember the history between those two. So, so I think. Drew McIntyre is going to pull off a upset over the Universal Champion. Yeah, yeah. You know what I think? I think uh, Roman is pissed off because what? Um, because oh, a year ago, I think Roman Reigns is pissed off because a, a year ago, Drew McIntyre beat the living hell out of his Shield buddy, Drew McIntyre, on on a Raw edition, two thousand nine. Right. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, um, well, wait, wait uh, Dean, Dean Ambrose, who's now John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, John Moxley in um, AEW. I mean, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Now, John, I'm sure you probably heard about it. JD and Justin are aware about what we're going to do with this one, and I'm going to make you aware of this as well. I'm sure you have probably heard by now. They have also announced a dual brand battle royal as the pre show for Survivor Series on Sunday. Now, since we do not know what, who the participants are going to be as of right now, what we have decided, what I have decided to do. Well, well, hold on, let me, let, me finish my, let me finish my thought here. What <laughs> I have decided to do is this rather than making a poll match since we don't know who the participants are going to be. I am going to make a post asking folks to comment underneath this post about who they think is going to win the dual brand battle royal royal. Just, I just all I need is an individual. That's all I need. I will go ahead and point out that JD and Justin have already said that Lars Sullivan may be in this battle royal and he will probably end up being the one winning it. But do you have do you do you have any more thoughts in mind about this? You know what I think what I think I I 
I agree. Justin and JD. I agree. SmackDown may win, but I'm going to have to say Big E wins here. You saying Big E will? Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, like I said, we're all speculating at this point about uh, about who's going to win, who about who's going to win here. So that's all I'm just pretty much saying right now at this point. Uh, gentlemen, before we go any further, I have a breaking story here. I just now I'm just now reading this. We don't we don't want to know that, do you? Okay. Anyway. This actually was posted this afternoon, as a matter of fact. I just now notice it here. Uh, but let me, of course, finish finish the story. Right, let me go ahead and read the entire story here. Uh, I'm sure I'm, y'all, will, y'all will, were aware that TBS ordered a revival of the intense physical competition series Wipeout earlier this year. But now tragedy has struck production due to the death of a contestant. A man who competed on the show, which has yet to premiere its new episodes on the cable network, sadly died after completing the court. Yeah, here we go. A male contestant required medical attention after completing the wipeout course and then started experiencing chest pain on Wednesday, November 18th, according to TMZ. He initially received care from the emergency personnel who were on site before paramedics were called. He was reportedly taken to the hospital in cardiac arrest, where, sadly, he ultimately died. The man died despite the precautions taken by Wipeout Production with the goal of preventing health crises. Wipeout contestants are given medical exams before being approved to attempt a course, which is overseen by a safety producer, paramedic coordinator, and two on-site paramedics. Although the man's name has not been released, his death has been confirmed by TBS and production company Endemolshine North America, both of which released statements via Variety expressing sympathy in the wake of the tragedy. The TBS spokesperson said that they are devastated to have learned of his passing, and their deepest sympathy goes out to their families. As for the uh, production company, the North uh, representative said, um, we offer our heartfelt condolences to our family and our thoughts are with them at this time. Wipeout shooting was scheduled to go on hiatus for Thanksgiving, with filming picking up again after the holiday. There are no details at this point regarding whether changes will be made to production in the wake of a death following the completion of, of the course or if the man's death will impact the release of the reboot, which is expected to premiere next year. TBS ordered the revival of Wipeout back in April when the entertainment industry was largely on hold due to production shutdowns. The Campbell Network initially ordered 20 episodes, and the hosts were later announced as WWE star and TV personality John Cena, as well as Emmy-nominated Nailed It host Nicole Byer. The original ABC run of the show from 2008 to 14 was a huge success with viewers tuning in to see competitors attempt to tackle an intense obstacle course. A trailer for the new show revealed some of what to, of course, expect. The reboot is going to be a reimagining of the original featuring new format twists and elements designed to push contestants' athleticism and willpower to even greater extremes, according to the official TBS announcement for the series. The game was divided into three rounds of the three-stage obstacle course designed to further challenge and wear out the stamina of, of the competitors. The reboot was still accepting applications through October 16th. 
seeking teams of two willing to compete for a cash prize of $25,000. At the time of this writing, Wipeout has not announced a premiere date, and no announcement has been made about changes, changes that will or will not happen in the wake of a man's death following the completion of the obstacle course. So, big blow there, guys, to this show. Uh, Indeed. And J.D., would you care Yeah. Apparently, with this gentleman's friends and family, our thoughts and prayers are certainly with him right now, however. No question about it. And let me, let me ask John real quick, though. Did you watch SmackDown tonight? Yeah. Your thoughts? I didn't think it was that great of a show. I thought it was terrible. No, not really. Okay, right. One other quick story I will mention here, guys. Um, I hate to bring up anything involving the election. I know we were trying, we we're trying to get through this, through that, but apparently, nobody, somebody in particular, I think JD knows who I'm talking about, will not let it go. But ABC News posted this about five hours ago. Georgia has certified certified their election results, making the victory for Joe Biden official. Georgia goes to Joe Joe Biden. There you go. Yep. And also, uh, National Public Radio posted about three hours ago, saying that they will follow. We will follow the law. And that's what Michigan lawmakers said, that they defend the election after a meeting with President Trump. Ooh, President Dushback? Uh, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, that's his new name, by the way. Yes, that's right. President, pre- President Toupe. Yeah, there you go. President <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. John, I John, if you can, please, sir, and I mentioned this to Justin. Whoever, whichever one of y'all can get a hold of um, of uh, Miss Peters for me, mm-hmm. if if you can, you or her one, please pass this along. That that the matches I originally posted for Survivor Series on the pay per view prediction center page. Okay. She has not voted for she she has not voted for three of the matches that I pre, that I have posted for Survivor Series. I need her votes. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. There's three of them she has not voted for, so I do need uh, they'll need those votes in uh, whenever possible here. And I will make that post official, of course, folks, about the uh, about the um, um, the battle royal that, that was just announced here as well. Um, and I'm sure JD, you probably also heard about this as well that WWE let go a couple of executives. To, uh, just recently. Yes, I did see that. I did see that. Yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did. And they actually mentioned one of them right there was already replaced. Yep. And boy, are they going to get a good chunk of change in their salary, man? Oh yeah. You know how much a signing bonus? How much a signing bonus was that this, that this lady received? Sixty-one thousand five hundred dollars. Mm. Yes. Oh, by the way, guys, I know y'all probably heard about this as well, that Cameo uh, and the WWE have, have put together something about uh, uh, something in the wake, of course, having to do with Undertaker's 30th anniversary. Well, apparently, uh, they I talked about this last time on Wolfpack, that they offered like 30 packages 
if they if anyone wishes to of course uh, to take part in that they said as of that this as of as of the story that they posted which was about uh, 20 minutes before nine Eastern 28 of those 30 have been sold 28 huh. of them you know how much they were said going you know how much they were going for one thousand dollars crazy one thousand dollars can you believe does was everybody not not was everybody of course in financial distress because of the pandemic you think anybody in their right mind had a thousand dollars to spend on doing something like this lord have yeah. mercy man wow that's crazy, that's crazy. Well, guys, let me ask you three here, just as a as a brief brief opinion here. Even though we don't know we don't know about about the show here, JD gave some semblance of this. I'm going to ask him again for an official opinion, based upon and, and guys, I'd say this based upon what happened with Raw and SmackDown this week. Okay, that's what I'm basing this on. JD, your personal thoughts as to how you think Survivor Series will do? Terrible. I mean, they really did nothing to excite us all at all for a Sunday at all. They uh, continue to just suck. I mean, and that's just putting it mildly. I mean, they just continue to be an absolute joke. They really do. Right. Okay. John, your thoughts about this? Same. Justin, your thoughts? Same as John. I mean, I'm, um, JD is terrible. Okay. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for that. Oh, and John, I'm sure you don't know if you heard about this or not, but I will repeat it one more time. Congratulations are in order. You, John, are now the brand new NXT US Halloween Havoc champion. By an eight to yeah. seven vote over. Eight to seven vote over Jordan Stuffles. You held on to it, man. Congratulations. However, however, John, you're not done, you're not done with this guy yet. He won the number one contenders poll. So the first match would be you against him for that title. So. Yeah. So. I have to find. I have to message him see if he can come. Try and make it on the show because I know he he likes to go to work. He does work and all that stuff. I'll try. I'll try and see if I can get get in touch with him on Messenger. Right, and also of course keep in mind I, I will be doing this now, John. Here's what we're going to do. But let me go ahead and tell you what we're going to do here to start this off. Ball, this ball rolling here. Okay. After Survivor Series, after Survivor Series on Sunday. Okay, starting this Sunday. As I said, after the pay-per-view, I will post that poll in the pay-per-view prediction center page for that match between you and Jordan. It is going to go on through. Um, I'm going to do both of these at the same time. Okay, guys, I've already said I'm going to do both of these the same way. Number one. John is going to have the first successful title defense of the Halloween Havoc title against Jordan Stuffless starting this Sunday. 
and also, of course, those who participate in the Survivor Series Prediction Title Challenge um, are going to compete for the brand new WCWS Trivia Gladiator Championship. Both of those are going to be posted after Survivor Series, as I said, and we will announce the winners of both of those on the December 4th episode, episode 920 of Revolution. So, John, this going you're going to be uh, you are going you're going to have one heck of a ride there, my man. So, but once again, as we said, congratulations are in order uh, for you, of course, by one vote picking up that title. So after doing this since October, so we we appreciate you and Jordan and everyone that did take part in, of course, in this. As well, and John, with your permission, I would like to. I would definitely will post this. I would like to post this on your page if I may. Okay. I will post that on here over the weekend, so that way everyone can read that. And I'm sure you'll get a whole lot of pats on the back right there too. So. I'm sure everybody. But, uh, I may. I'm sure everybody. Sorry. Oh no! I'm sorry. You go ahead. No, you finish, please. I'm sure everybody will. I'm sure everybody will will be happy and congratulate me for that. Absolutely. There you go. And, of course, okay. I may also do not be surprised at all if I decide to sneak in one of our Trivia Championship Series matchups in a poll on your page as well. There may be one I don't Ooh. know yet. So... Uh, and I may, I may just choose a couple of your guys... Um, just, just randomly. Uh, and also, by the way, by the way, um, the Money Inc. Championship rematch I've been talking about, John, I'm sure you heard me talking about this as well, between Shaq and Mitt, the match as of right now is still tied at five votes each. So we are going to give this one until Sunday. If there is a tie broken between now and Sunday, whoever breaks the tie will pick up the belt. So, if you, so if you talk to Shaq and Mitt, right now they are they are kind of they they are neck and neck right now for that belt. Shaq is holding the belt, and Mitt is trying to get it back. But right now they're just kind of even right now. So we'll have to wait and see. Well, of course, what all happens there. Uh but uh, but like I said, you never know what I could what I could pop up in there that maybe maybe something unique there, dear gentlemen. So just keep a, just keep our eyes open on on all that here as we as we of course progress and move on here. Uh, while of course we have while we have you John and you Justin on the line, if you stick around for just a moment. All right, back. as I will. Hey, well, as well, I was going to say. I guess he stepped off for just one minute, so um, I guess he's going to go go in the bathroom and spank the monkey. I don't. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's, that 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 yeah. Since he's in Pittsburgh, he might be going to pop the penguin. I don't know. Oh God, <laughs> that, that's even worse. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, by the way, um, let me see here. Uh, 
One page here in WCWS that's been getting a lot of attention here lately, I don't know if y'all noticed this or not, is the group called Hardy Boys Fans. I don't know how this group is getting this much been getting this much attention over the last uh, the last the last little while here. Um, sh- shockingly, um, but there was a story I posted there yesterday, guys, and I would like for y'all to pull it up and read this and get your own personal takes here. I mean, nobody has commented on it, but I had about thirty-one people. Um, 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 they have seen it, but I would like to get some comments on it as well. But let me ask you guys about this. We've been talking about, and John, of course, since you are a fan of this man, we have been talking about this a great deal. Yes, it has been said that this this Sunday will be 30 years since the Undertaker debuted in the WWE. You know that. Yeah. He is set to make his he's set to make his farewell this Sunday. We have heard that. Well, mm-hmm. apparently, I don't know if you saw this story or not. This came off of WWFOldSchool.com. I don't know how reliable this site is. I don't know if you read anything off of this site or not. But I'll let y'all be mm-hmm. the judge of it and formulate your opinions about it. They're saying that The Undertaker mm-hmm. is not going to retire on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey? Yeah. What? Yes. I, I I don't know where I don't know where they're getting this. I have no idea. But y'all, uh-huh. but I would like I would like for y'all. It's on the Revolution Radio page. If y'all have an opportunity to pull up the uh-huh. pull up the story. No, 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 John. Uh-huh. That's that's fine. Uh-huh. Anyway, are you trying to Are you trying to do Tim Allen from Home Improvement? Is that what you're trying? Yeah. To do? Yeah. No, no, no it's like this. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't okay. do it better. I, I'm sorry. Right. I can't do it better. You're doing fine. You're doing fine. But I know what you're doing, so you're okay. Some people think I'm doing Scooby-Doo and not him out. I don't know why. But anyway, uh, of course, um, okay, and John's just now liked that post. But, John, I would like for you to pull it up and read it at some point, and I'd like to get your, your any thoughts you have. Justin, same thing. J.D., if you're listening, same way. But it's saying something about there he's not going to retire, which I don't know what that means. If WWE has been hyping this up and all that for this long, why on the road all of a sudden this one side is saying that there, he isn't? Uh, and Justin, of course, posted a, a GIF of Ryan Reynolds looking in, like he's in disbelief. So there you go. Um, so, and of course, it was a lot better than, of course, uh, showing a picture of JD going. <clears throat> okay. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. I, yeah I, I, I sent that. I sent that to you, Chad, because because. Undertaker not retiring, I mean, that's, WWE is unbelievable. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, John, have you, have you read anything off of this site before, this particular website before? Not really. 
Have you ever heard of this site before? Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I mean, do they? Is I mean, is it is it, is it something? Is it something that can't? Is it that's supposed to be? Is it something that that you know? Are they one of these that's kind of like a like a I don't know one of these sites saying something about? Well, they're they're saying that it is going to happen, but it's not, and it's not, but it is, and all that stuff. I mean, do you, is this stuff that that you would actually take 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 it for? Uh, Take uh, something that you would take seriously, in your personal opinion. Anything that was posted on that page? I don't know. I know, I but I I honestly think that they're trying to set him up for the fiend. You think they're going to have another encounter with Bray Wyatt? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. Well, that is interesting. Okay. Also, uh, I told hey, that weeks ago, when Bray and Liz in their Firefly Funhouse, Bray, I don't know if you guys recall this or not, Bray had something that said 1119 on his hat. And that was when The Undertaker had his first tape match. So you're thinking that might be leading towards, even though they're saying that this is going to be his final, I'm back. Hurrah, his final hurrah in WWE. You're thinking that 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 there may be there may that he may that it may not be after all. It may that he may be doing something, deciding to do something else. Yep. Okay. Well. I mean, also, in J.D., this case, if you haven't heard, I was talking about a story that I posted yesterday. I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're familiar with the site called www.oldschool.com or not. Yeah, I remember that. Um, but uh, I posted a story there. Apparently, I had posted it on the a link on the on on um, on YouTube, and that's how I found it. But apparently, you, they're saying mm-hmm. something about it that the Undertaker is not going to retire on. Yeah, that's what I had heard too. Have you have you read this story, this particular one, or I'm have it you right now, heard it through? I'm reading it right now. Okay. 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 By the way, guys, also I have a poll that I posted up about six days ago about everyone's opinion about the best Survivor Series pay per view of all time, and from its beginning in 1987 up until, of course, last year. Everyone, I asked everyone, of course, to give their thoughts about which one was which was the best Survivor Series and their personal opinions. Mm-hmm. So far, and we'll keep this up here for a while. So far, five people have said that the very first one back in 1987 was the best one, and also one person said the one from 1999 was the best one, and that's the only votes that we have, of course, so far. So, if anyone wishes, like I said, they can go on Revolution Radio Facebook page and also vote for what they think is their favorite. Uh, um, their 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 there's also what I want their personal personal opinions about the best Survivor Series uh, pay per view, of course, of all time. 
Okay. And JD, uh, based upon reading about any of this, what's your personal opinion about this? About this story about the Undertaker? I mean, could this be the final chapter of the Taker? Taker's been saying since March, however, and we saw in the WWE Network specials how he said he was ready to hang up. This was it. Nothing mattered no more. He wanted to spend time with uh, Michelle and the kids, however, and everything like that. But the question is, does he really want to keep fighting? Does he really want to continue to go out there and just, I don't know, it's just, I don't know why he wants to continue to fight at this point. All right, he has nothing left to prove. He's had a fine career. You know, this is why, this is why I'm starting to um, um, lose all my faith in WWE right now. Because apparently they seem to be going back on their words somewhat, to a degree. Yeah. I mean, okay. Well, well, guys, like I said, like the stories there, like I said, anyone, and like I said, um, and John, please feel free if you want to, you can share it on your page if you wish. Um, and oh, like I said, get some of Okay. Plus, also, another story I posted on the Revolution Radio Facebook page, I'll make this quick, uh, back on the 16th, uh, so it was earlier this week. Uh, WrestlingInc.com reported that Sasha Banks reveals that she wants that. She reveals that one of her dream matches would be to, to take on NXT UK Women's Champion Kaylee Ray. Now that's the match hmm. I would love to see. What was, did anybody hear about the, what was the result of that match that Kaylee Ray had with Piper Niven? Did anyone find out about what happened with that? Because I, heard, I thought I heard something about that. Uh, um, I've never heard anything about it. JD, have you heard anything about that match? What's that? The, the NXT UK women's match that they had here recently, I think, between Kaylee Ray and Piper Niven. I think they had yeah, it here just it recently. A, I, I heard it was a pretty, yeah, I think they had it recently, or they're about to have it, and I heard it's going to be a pretty good match. Okay, because I thought I heard something about that they may have already had it. Cause I saw a figure, I saw something about them taking on each other, and uh, Piper Niven was giving the same Kaylee Ray with a trash can or something. Like I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be like a uh, Piper Niven. Well, guys, though, you can't you can't, you can't deny her ability. So Piper Niven is no, one tough girl. Oh, yes, no doubt. Shoot. And on that note, I'm going to get rolling here myself real quick. I want to let everyone know that John will be joining me and Justin, as well as you, Chad, Michelle, Gerard, and Fonzie, of course, uh, Mitt, of course, Shaq, the JML Experience, Big IQ, Jeff Teeters, and Rushmore of us, right? One three eight seven four four pound. We will talk about the aftermath of Survivor Series and also talk about what we're doing for Thanksgiving, plus the NFL and NCAA breakdown, plus the preview of the Monday night game, one three eight seven four four this coming Monday, 3 p.m. on Raw Radio episode 267. I will talk to you guys throughout the weekend. You guys stay safe out there, and I'll be in touch with you over the weekend. So, And I'm right behind you, J.D. I'm doing the same thing myself, too. So, All right. So, Dan, thank you for letting me do my thing, my uh, predictions, and thank you for letting me win that the Halloween Havoc Championship. You Jordan, you're listening, buddy. Open, though. I'm telling you right now, John. You better be sleeping with one eye open. I'm coming for that. Well, thing. once I get done with Jordan, you're you're next in line. There you go. All right, guys. I'm going to take off. I'll see you guys later. And you too, Justin. All right. <laughs> All right. Take care, gentlemen. Thank you.
about. Thank you very much. Lady. I have Halloween. But before I go, I'm going to make my small speech. As Halloween Havoc champion, I'm serving notice to everyone, everyone. They're all on the list, and that's John's list. And I'm fixing to come right through them. Mm-hmm. So, everyone, watch out. You know who that Brothers was. You know who that speech the- was, don't you? I think I've heard that, yes. But everybody involved in WCWS and everybody in John's group, of course, obviously, are going to be also definitely be keeping their eyes open on this. I'm sure there'll be there'll be mm-hmm. more more opportunities sometime down the road here for everyone here, that, especially the took part here in the tournament for this belt, and also, of course, a lot down the road here will, of course, also be eyeing this particular belt. And who knows? Who knows? Who knows here? That might be one of the special surprise matches on John's group. I may end up doing a contender tournament with some of John's folks on his page. So you never know what could turn up with yep. that. So, All so, right, so. guys. John, take All right, care. Take care. All right. Enjoy you, John. Your, you take care. Enjoy your weekend and enjoy the Survivor Series. Yes, sir. You take care, sir, and stay, definitely stay safe out there. Indeed. Thank you very much. Indeed. Indeed. Yes, sir. Thank you, Dad. And just like Dr. Anthony Fauci said, with all with December 10th coming, help is on the way. Never fear. We'll definitely be watching out for that. Thank you very much, here, John. We do appreciate that. Thank you much. Uh-huh. Take care. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, Iceman Jared DiGiromo and the English Replace Machine John Gross. We thank you very much for popping on tonight. And we'll hear from them, of course, as we said, of course, on Raw Radio, of course, starting on Monday. And we'll be in touch, of course, throughout the weekend, of course, with everybody is going to be gearing up, of course, for uh, Sunday's uh, Survivor Series event. Uh, Justin, um, <clears throat> before the closing theme of Revolution 914 makes it makes its uh, make, make, makes its presence known, and I do the ending plug. Let's hear anything that you would like to say, of course. <clears throat> uh, anything that you want you to get off your chest before we go? Yeah. Um... I got some uh, history and birthdays. Okay, please. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and let us know about what you have in that. Go ahead, please. Okay. Um, Twenty years ago today, um, on this day and night in WWE history in the Monday Night Wars, two thousand. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Chris Benoit on Raw the night after Survivor Series, and that was the night when um, Stone Cold didn't, didn't um, told Stephanie Man he doesn't accept Triple H's apology, and that was in in over uh, on Nitro, Booker T defeated Lex Luger to retain the WCW title on Monday Nitro the night before Mayhem 2000, and uh, let's see. Ten years ago today, we lost a wrestler named Solid from this wrestling organization called Lucha Libre USA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 
Today would have been the 114th birthday of Ralph J. Berry, Berry known by his ring name, Wild Red Berry. He was an American professional wrestler. Barry was a nine-time NWA World Light Heavyweight Champion, an important smaller wrestler of the 1930s to the 1950s, as well as a famous professional wrestling manager in his late years. Later years. And today would have been the 78th birthday of Super Dave Osborne. Oh yeah, okay. That's that's right. And today would have been the 129th birthday of of um, Polish wrestler, um, Polish Polish wrestler, uh, I think his name was uh, Va, um, why why I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, Wadley Slaw Saganowicz. He was a Polish catch professional wrestler, Polish catch wrestler, professional wrestler, and strong man. Zabisco was his older brother, Stan Claus childhood nickname borrowed from his fictional medieval night novel print. Krizzisi, both brothers, use it as his their ring name. He will ring name. And uh, twenty years ago today, um, you know, on ABC's Monday Night Football, ABC's Monday Night Football. Let's see. Right. You know, let me see. Monday Night Football. Yeah, 20 years ago today in uh, ABC's Monday Night Football, Washington Redskins defeated St. Louis 33 to 20. That's it. Okay. Thank you very much there, Justin, for the additional history and work you reported tonight. We do definitely appreciate that. On that note here, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everyone for joining us for this extended edition of WWS Revolution, of course, episode number 914. I definitely want to thank the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo. They will call it St. Louis Rams, right? St. Louis Rams, right? Um, um. I believe, that, Back then. I believe that's right. And then they was moved, correct, moved to Los, Los Angeles. And then they moved to Los Angeles. Well, they were in Los Angeles first, and they moved to St. Louis, and they moved them back to Los Angeles. Hmm. They were in Los Angeles in the 80s. I remember that. So, I mean, that's been a while since I've watched. But it's not fun watching stuff like that alone. So, unfortunately. Also, like we said, I want to thank the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, for joining us here tonight. <clears throat> and, of course, like we said, uh, 
And of course, like I said, JD, Justin, and John did get their picks for the newly added dual brand Battle Royal for Survivor Series on Sunday. I will be making that post here momentarily for those who else who are involved in the Survivor Series prediction title challenge, of course, um, to post who they think will win that Battle Royal. And, of course, I will, of course, post, put that on my paper list, of course, for, uh, for, the, for, the, for, the, for the picks here as well. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, between now and Sunday, I'm sure we'll probably have other folks pop on and leave their, leave their picks official, their official picks here as well for this. But, of course, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a whole lot, of course, starting on after Survivor Series on Sunday that will take place here, of course. Number one, of course, we will have the official match for the NXT US Halloween Havoc Championship. Of course, John, the new champion, will defend the belt against Jordan Stuffless. And also, of course, also, ladies and gentlemen, we hope by between now and Sunday that we break the tie in the Money Inc. Championship rematch between Shaq and Mitt. I'll keep you apprised about all that. Uh, and also, of course, here, in addition to the NXT Halloween Havoc Championship matchup, uh, those who took part in the Survivor Series Prediction Title Challenge, after the pay-per-view is over with, I will be posting the, um, a, a special poll on there um, involving the folks that, are, of course, that did take part in this title challenge. Uh, and, of course, this, both of those matches, the Halloween Havoc title match and, the, uh, and of course, the uh, – um, the poll for the set the setup for the new WCW US Trivia Gladiator Championship, of course, will be posted um, involving the folks that are involved, like in this prediction title challenge for this Sunday. Right now, as it stands, JD, Justin Lewis Fleming, Alayla Peters, Antonio Gutierrez, Anne Marie Rickenbach, John Gross, Kevin O'Sullivan, and Justin Carter are taking part in this. We have not heard of anybody else that had that, that, that is currently in it. But, of course, like we said, folks, anything is possible between now and Sunday. But we'll keep you apprised of all that here, of course, um, as, as things do, of course, here develop. <clears throat> uh, of course, be sure over the weekend, folks, uh, as you heard, of course, we mentioned this to J.D., John, and Justin tonight. Check out all of our pages, of course, here in WWUS with, the, with some of some big time, uh, some classic posts here, of course, everything from Entertainment Cavalcade, of course, the Sports Roundup, Game Show Alley, Movie Channel, uh, also Location of Animation, our tribute tribute groups, to, of course, to the late Don Rickles and the late Johnny Carson. Also, of course, to our tribute to Whose Line Is It Anyway, our group to that, tribute group to that. Also, Motor Week Retro Review, Cars of the Past, several new videos have been added on there just recently. Also, of course, uh, <clears throat> Power Rangers Protecting the Power, of course, if you're a fan of Power Rangers, uh, like I said, some, uh, from the past to the present, of course, there's a lot of interesting tidbits from all that. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, our wrestling tribute groups here, of course, we're continuing to add a lot of footage. Uh, we've added some here to ROH US as well as OVW US, also NWA US um, has some content on it as well. Of course, check out the video vault where we have a lot of great moments posted there, including some of the matches that myself, J.D., and Justin talked about here tonight, as well as there'll be a lot more, of course, added on here, of course, uh, over the next few days, so be, be sure to check that out as well. 
Also, of course, women of WCWS, of course, for our female wrestling fans, we have a lot of great wrestling, uh, great ladies wrestling matches going on right there. Uh, be sure to check out some of those moments, like from WWE to Impact to like the Independence and everything like that nature. Be sure to look, look check in on that here as well. <clears throat> uh, of course, Revolution 914 is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, five years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain, remain your wrestling connection. Also, be sure to join us tomorrow night at 6 o'clock for WCWS Power Hour, 141-364-POUND, <clears throat> as we, of course, review the week the week that was here in the radio network, as well as, of course, uh, tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays, plus some more wrestling news tidbits, of course, that might come in between overnight tonight and tomorrow, of course, on 411mania.com. Be sure to check that out here as well. And also check out WWS this morning, uh, Sunday morning at 8 a.m., 805-8613-POUND. As we, of course, we will be talking about Survivor Series in addition to bringing you Sunday's wrestling uh, history and birthdays and also some wrestling news tidbits, <clears throat> as well as, of course, bringing you, uh, our, uh, of course, uh, our first announcement as far as the lineup for the radio network, of course, this coming week. So be sure to listen in on that or here coming up here. Uh, this weekend, of course, here in the WWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Remember, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WCWS radio network. And now, ladies and gentlemen, as a very rare treat, you heard it at the beginning of the of the show. Now you'll hear it at the hear the remaining of it at the end of the show. It is, of course, our closing theme of the night, which was originally our opening theme. The official theme for WWE Survivor Series 2020, Shot in the Dark by legendary rock band ACDC. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Take care and God bless. This is, as we said, of course, the WCWUS Radio Network. Take care and God bless, folks. This is the WCWS Radio Network. Have a great weekend.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.